Well, I'm not sure if uh, Rudy's uh, microphone or earpiece was working, but there you go. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. This Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, yeah, download it now, rockoftalk.com, 550, 5500. Hey, Rudy, you okay? Could you hear the music, or you couldn't hear the music? What was going on over there? Oh, guess we don't have Rudy. Not sure what's going on over there. This is live radio, folks. Am I here? Am I here? Hello? Hello? I mean, I clearly see he's connected. There you go. We're all we're all ready to go. We're all pumped up for a, another exciting shutdown weekend. Here we are. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, we're just gonna hang out uh, in our homes, in our backyards, and you know, pretend like uh, nothing's wrong with the world. Act like uh, you know, nothing but good news coming out. Oh, hey, by the way, did you hear that uh, Wex is expanding to a new location? Did you hear that this uh, this other place is the, like you read the news and it's like it's a joke. <laughs> It's an absolute joke. What reality are you describing? <laughs> People are literally suffering. We got to come up here uh, during this broadcast, uh, down and cheer them up. Oi. not easy. It's just just not... for a second here, I, I did yes. have a question after you yesterday. Yeah, yes, Who but... the hell does that Larry Barons think he is sitting uh, in my chair? You well, know? he's uh, he's your partner. No, he's a good guy. Well, you got some uh, other there, things. There is, to... to to attain his level. Larry Barron's is like the, 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 the nemesis for all time of MLG. Like he, he looks at her from every facet of her horribleness and documents it for people. <laughs> There's no perspective of an assault uh, approach to MLG that Larry Barron's has not already thought of. Um, and I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not insulting him. I'm praising him. <laughs> she, she, needs, she needs someone like Larry Barron's around to hold her accountable. Uh, he, he does an even better job than you and I do. <laughs> What's really amazing is the spin that's coming off of that. The spin that'll say that, no, MLG wanted to stay in the oh, right, governorship. Right. Yeah, I was she didn't want, she, she wasn't looking to go to that's D.C. Right. There was no reason for her to pick up and leave. She didn't want the health and New human Mexico needs thing. me. I have to stay. Yeah, this is a, 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 the most pressing time for New Mexico. And I've been doing such a good job. If the shutdown didn't work the first time, uh, let's try it a second exactly. and a third time. Only harder and deeper. <laughs> if, uh, if we're not going to mask up, let's just have uh, you know Broadway Joe Biden uh, decide to shut down everything by getting everybody to mask up for the first hundred days. Like we are totally in the twilight zone at this point. <sighs> I told you that when we were starting the election, sixty yeah. days in. Remember, I started playing the uh, the twilight oh, yes, zone music, yes. dun, 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 the golden earring song. And plus a little bit of the <coughs> Twilight Zone as well. You're entering a dimension of both sight and mind. Yes. All right, let me set it up for Monday very quickly. Because if you've been getting our emails, and all you have to do is text me directly, I will get to your text, but I'll give you a free membership until the end of the year, okay? Uh, we're getting great response, lots of people, but uh, we're also getting a lot of people who don't like me so much, okay? And they're like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Well, guess who these people are? These are like your milk toast Republicans. Yeah, party hack type. These are the guys that, oh, we really love our Steve Pierce. We really love our, our failure at the BCGOP level. Hey, why don't we elevate a guy who uh, essentially called everybody uh, a Nazi? Uh, those Trump supporters, those Nazis. Right? Or what do we, we I mean, come on, folks. And now I'm going to read to you, uh, I'll paraphrase most of it, to be quite honest, because nobody wants anybody reading to them. Who would want someone entertaining or insightful or 
slightly enlightening. And I'm not complimenting myself. I'm just saying other things that people have said about me. And I guess that's one of the reasons why you guys tune in and listen. And I guess that's cool. I think I really love, I'm really passionate about politics. I, I got a degree in political science. I got a degree in economics. I've been doing politics for 25, 30 years since the early 90s. And Dan Boyd contacted me and said, I'm like, what? Oh, Dan Boyd, you mean the uh, Albuquerque Journal uh, guy and the newspaper that I'm uh, consistently hammering on. But we've got four years in a row running where we've got uh, radio personality year. And that's not just in in talk music or in talk radio. That's also in music. Kind of exciting, right? I mean, who would want that kind of charisma and personality? We can't. You you don't want that. (laughs) It's kryptonite. We can't. (laughs) Republican Party. Well, you know, you know, I was committee chairman in well, 2007. You know, okay. uh, here's the way we're looking at it for for <laughs> Donald Trump. And uh, so we're going to go to take a look at this, and we're going to win the state for the state of New Mexico. I mean, seriously, love the guy. Had him here. Think it's great. When I'm 75, 74, 73 years of age, I'm retiring. I'm hanging out with those kids in the other room and their <laughs> offspring, right? They're going to go to work, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, there's kids. <laughs> You'll be playing Let's... Minecraft with the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm in the Republican Party. No, I'm not going to be doing that. It's just it, And here's, here's my gripe here. You guys are laughing. You guys are having fun. Eddie, can we scan the impeach MLG form to an email? Uh, Brandon, you're a nice guy. I like you. Okay? It's not the way it works. We go and... Print it out on a printer. We sign our signature and we put our address down. Okay, that's not me being an a hole, bro. It's just me telling you the only way it has to be done. Robert W. Robert That's what they were saying the entire time. A five thirty is the quest for the Republican Party chairmanship. Let me talk about this for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> He says, Brandon says, I'm doing all that to send back. See, he's listening on the AM. You know how I know? He's listening to that in real time. Yeah, right. right. You like, as I say something, bump, 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 right? Like, there it is. There it is. There it is. Right, right, right. I'm going to stop, gonna have to stop uttering it. vulgarities, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Also, yeah, but, well, there is a seven-second delay. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but nonetheless, it's still coming through. Okay. Calm down, folks. I'm going to take your, your – I, I got to set this up. Really, really, really quickly for all of you. Okay? Our state sucks. Dead last in everything. Okay, You've got Republicans that are literally uh, voting like Democrats. Kelly Fajardo. Sorry. <clears throat> Did I say that out loud? I've never heard that name. Okay. I, I like the woman. Had her interviewed here. I mean, but hey, we got to drop the hammer equally. I'm an equal opportunity offender. We don't want Kelly Fajardo voting for the Energy Transition Act. We don't want her voting for baby changing stations and every single bathroom in the entire state. Those are not things that we want. Okay? We, we got to nudge her. Right? We got to push her in a different direction. An article that's critical is, I think, very important. Okay? Just want to give you a little taste of what you might be getting once you come in and, like, we're going to talk to everybody. Okay? People, you're going to like me, you're going to hate me. And really, it doesn't matter whether you like or hate me because I'll still talk to you. I don't care. I've seen it. <laughs> I like, I really, oh, He'll talk to anybody. Let's just, let's just talk. What? Okay, what's your problem, man? Let's let's talk about it, okay? Some guys will kind of think, well, man, you're such an a-hole. I'm like, I'm really not. I'm like, you, okay, I'm trying to give you some information to put you in a position. It's like, I just don't like the way you come off. Or I don't like the, okay, well, you don't have to like anything. 
You're in that position because of a reason, because you don't want to deal with everything. I literally deal with every single thing. Got kids in the other room, the radio in front of me. Here we are. We're going to go ahead and try and change the state, but since we can't get anybody else to do it. I stepped out of the way last time so Steve Pierce could go ahead and be chair. That was fine. I'm like, okay, I have respect for him. I sent Langston Bowens. Oh, by the way, Langston is having a baby today. Oh, good for him. Second baby, right? Number two. Dose. Dose for old uh, Langston. And uh, let, me, let me just lay this out for you. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. That's George Carlin. I've used that quote many times. <laughs> and we as Republicans, we've got to get better. The Democrats are very good at hiding, layering, right? They're doing all sorts of things. You never, you, nobody trusts a Democrat. Who trusts a Democrat? Conniving, scheming, evil little guys. That's the question. How can we complain about the fraud from the Democrats when we can't run an open and fully participatory election internally? I've been talking to a lot of Republicans. Four in the last hour. One up north. She's angry. She's very angry. And I say this way. I said, hi, New Mexico. I'm about halfway through making my calls for the State Central Committee. My apologies for what uh, have only been a handful of people have said that. I'm getting too much information from you. You know what? That, I take that as a compliment. Oh, you, I'm sorry. You, we, you put four, five, six, seven emails in your email box, and you're, like, complaining about that? And you're like, well, we never hear from that guy, so... Well, which is it? Do you want to hear from somebody all the time, or do you never want to hear? Well, how about you can pick up the phone and give them a call directly? Like, you can call them, and then you can hear them on the radio. Then you could like, we're just constantly messaging. Pounding, pounding, pounding. Well, we don't really like Trump. Trump's on Twitter too much. Others have thanked me profusely and rewarded us with their attention. We appreciate that. Big thank you to for those who have done so. www.rockoftalk.com. Chat, chat, chat it up. We need a party of doers and fighters. I am one of those fighters, I tell everybody. I said I'm going to be as short as informal in this message and as blunt as I can be in the essence of time driven by our need to hastily elect a new lead. Like, we're all running in place. Like, the state shut down. People are waiting in line in 30, 25, 20 degrees. They can only get two gallons of milk coming out of Walmart, and we're worried about getting in for the deadline. Like, how can, you, how can Republicans be possibly more understanding than Democrats when represented by that type of attitude? Nope, cut off 5 p.m. If you're not registered and give us your money during this time, you can't vote. And I said, because of that, I'm only going to make one promise. Oh, and, and you'll, you'll like this, especially if, if, if you're not a party person in general. I'm only going to make one promise when I'm elected New Mexico GOP chairman on Monday night. My promise... See, right? hate me, like me, it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you one thing I'm going to do. Only one thing. We will have new elections for all leadership positions, including the chairmanship. Yes, folks, the very chair, should I win, when I win, if I win, I hope I win, we're going to have a re-election for the entire party three months later. Because I'm talking to all these state central committee me members right now, and they're like, well, I, I didn't even know that. What? I got an email? Huh? Two months later, we want new elections for every single one of these leadership positions so that we can get everybody involved. You have 800 people in the state's central committee, and you're telling me only 180 of them are going to vote for the chairmanship? 23% turnout? What is this? AP? Is this the school board for the Albuquerque Public Schools all over again? 3% turnout, and you get all the teachers' unions and like in there. They stack the deck, and uh, you didn't get this in. You know, they didn't even print my bio today. No, not even in there. My bio didn't even put in there. Oy. Like I sent it in my LinkedIn. Here it is. You can't copy and paste a LinkedIn. 
You can't make sure you have a bio for every single person. How about reaching out? You've got my phone number. You've got my $35. You've got everything else. I said, even if I'm chairman, we need 100% participation. Either through, hey, everybody, it's 2020, voting online, via mail. How about that? We can do a mail-in ballot for the Republican Party. <laughs> but we did it for everything else. I volunteer to count the ballots. <laughs> yeah. I think we need somebody independent, someone who doesn't care about the Republican Party, like Dowd. I'm a Republican. Dowd is definitely not a Republican. Uh, if the Republican Party changes, I can see myself jumping in with both Don't feet. But it's got to change. Changing. Try to please to me. Try to please me. <laughs> or in person. I mean, we can do it. I said this can't stand. And I said so many of you are incredibly angry about the way the business has been handled by the New Mexico GOP. In fact, the New Mexico GOP spent most of their time focused, ironically, on election issues. Oh, <laughs> They're complaining How can for the you last tell? Two, two months. And we're like, well, you know what? The very thing that we've been complaining about for the last two months, I think we're going to run an election just like that. Because apparently we can win anything if we just stack the deck. We Republicans complain about the unfairness of the 2020 election, but we can't even get our own internal election right. Fair and inclusionary. Talk to this one guy, Ronnie Cisneros. He's running for a position. He's a member of the state central committee. Because he didn't get his money in, guess what? He can't vote. Dems the rules. Wow. Lights out, 10 p.m., wow. dims the rules. So according to this whole ridiculousness, and, and this is what happens when you get a media guy involved in your election, and trust me, if I become chairman, you won't get any of this criticism. I will literally seal the doors. There'll be nothing coming into the submarine. I don't care how deep we plunge, right? Think of that crimson. I'm going to watch Crimson Tide this weekend. Like, oh, I haven't seen it in so many years. Oh, good, man. good. Hackman and Denzel. Man, that that conflict right there. Those guys at the top of their game. And you notice neither one of them broke. They were in each other's faces. I love his little dog the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, the little Jack Russell Terry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hackman is just amazing. He's probably listening. Yeah, he's up up, up north a little bit or down uh, walking the bosque. Yeah. The only people who can vote are those who paid and registered, which is 180 out of 800, less than 25%. The deadline for those who wish to participate was literally the th- day after Thanksgiving, folks. The day after Thanksgiving. So we're leveraging a poll tax amongst party state central committee member Republicans. Can you believe that? The poll tax. Wait, what kind of Republican party do we have here? That that's what we're going to do? Oh, well, Debbie Way set this up back in 2016. Well, it's on her. Well, you're going to blame her? You're going to change it back? Is this just an inclusionary thing for 100, 150? Oh, all the rich power. You have to go and uh, kiss the ring and tap the shoulder. That's the problem. One of the things that Donald Trump didn't do is ever kiss a ring or tap the shoulder of anybody. Psst, you get your help. No, he didn't look for it. Other people have also expressed their anger about the current GOP chairman, Steve Pierce, who used the entire New Mexico GOP mailing list to go ahead and express an endorsement that wasn't even from the state of New Mexico. Come on. Like, how desperate do we have to be at this point? Well, I'm gonna, uh, the, the guy in Minnesota, who nobody knows, is really high on me and uh, wants to go ahead and uh, jump on board and, uh, and amplify and get behind me. Like, well, nobody knows it better than the people here in the state of New Mexico because it's been failure in 2016, failure in 2018, failure in 2020. And then the final blow to the participation everywhere, all the biographies, all listed. Guess what? Mine missing. Several others also. In fact, the former party secretary, yeah, we didn't even know who she was. So she quit last year. Her name's Andrea Mork. Nice lady. She quit last year, 
and they, they know who she is. It's very easy to find a, a, a bio. I think she had one actually at the New Mexico GOP website that they could have easily grabbed and slapped on there. I know that she didn't personally submit it. I did. And the final G, and, um, GOP official email that went out before the election, my, 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 uh, the, the first biography is missing. Deadline. Deadline. we got to get off the bio. It's not like nobody knows who I am amongst those Republicans. Well, Eddie, we don't know who you are. That, that's always what they say, right? Trust me, they always say that. But somehow they seem to always know exactly who I am. I was the first person to declare for the New Mexico GOP chairmanship on November 4th. Prior to Steve Pierce declaring, who didn't make his de- declaration until just before the holiday. He was trying to figure out stuff with Robert Aragon. They're trying, well, we don't really want this Eddie Aragon jumping in the middle of our party. Okay, so uh, Robert Aragon was going to run for chair, of the, but he's going to back out. And maybe after Steve Pierce wins and backs out, uh, Robert Aragon can be New Mexico GOP. What kind of BS party is this where you're figuring out how to hold court for an unpaid position that demands your work, your attention, and the opportunity to work to make an impact to get rid of MLG and the Democrats? Nobody cares about your unilateral wet dreams about taking over the Republican Party. We're losing day after day, week after week, year after year for 90 years. Oh, we had a, we had a nice highlight in 2016. I don't like that, Eddie Aragon. That's okay. We're just going to go ahead and stick with what we have because I just don't like him. Oh, just same with Trump. Same way with Trump, right? Lincoln, uh, what are they? I, I want to say Lincoln Log Republicans every day. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say that. Maybe I just like the Lincoln Log coming after because they just dropped a big deuce. <laughs> they, sure uh, they went 0 for 7 against uh, going against Republican yeah, yeah. Uh, Senate candidates because these are Republicans who hate other Republicans. You heard me read that, right? Did you guys hear me read that? There's, we literally have Republicans just like that in this state. In this actual state, we actually have Republicans. Who, yeah, we hate Trump. And they're part of that whole entire committee. In fact, let me read this to you once again. Because, you know, my friend Andrea Moore, she was the top vote-getter to go to the RNC in 2016. What are you talking about Quits her, yeah. in 2018, 19, whatever. She quits, right, to get out. And you can't even put up a damn biography of her? You mean, somebody, like, somebody doesn't know who she is? Like, this is kind of crazy where we're, where we're going at this point. Let me read this to you. This was from the other day, and... As I, as I, as I, you know what, I'll, it, this is, it's, it's actually sick. Let, let me finish this real quick, and then I'll, I'll get to that. So the first to declare, and then back in April, actually March, April, I wrote something about the real crisis in the state of New Mexico not being COVID-19. We would not be in this s-hole of a situation had we had real leadership, and on both sides of the aisle, by the way. you got to be a-hole enough to take on someone like Michelle Lujan Grisham. Michelle Lujan Grisham doesn't even acknowledge Steve Pierce. She doesn't even look at the Republican. She's like, what is that? Oh, okay. Just get, she's brushing him off like a fly. This is not even paying attention. He's still around? Really? What? What's happening? I thought I beat that guy by 17 points. Or whatever it was, 57-42. Who's counting? The only real crisis is that we don't have leadership. I have no interest in running for any other position. Let me, let me make this abundantly clear to you. My favorite thing to do in life is to hang out with my kids and watch them do what they do. And me get to get behind a microphone and talk about issues and take your calls every single day. I'm accessible as anybody. My phone does not stop ringing. 
I'm still trying to get through all my, my text messages and my emails. And I still have time to put this stuff together. But folks, we need all hands on deck. We need all 800 state central committee Republicans, whether they hate me or like me or whether they hate the party or love the party, they're state central committee members and they deserve to have their voices heard, not limited. The only thing we need to do is put me in at chairman and then let's go ahead and back this whole entire thing out in March. And if everybody wants to go ahead and run again, well, we all have a chance to actually voice our opinions instead of only 180 of us. And all those people in the state central committee, they should be able to get to do it for a minimal amount, if not for free. Okay? Because they're devoting their time, their energy, and they care about this state enough to become members of the state central committee. But to ostracize nearly 77% of the entire group because we need to rush this during this time of complete and total shutdown. We're having Zoom meetings on Friday nights. We're getting together. Oh, did you talk to him? Did you talk to him? Well, no, we can't talk to anybody because we don't know what people are going through. Does someone have coronavirus in, in, uh, right now that you know of? I know, I know one of my good, good friends, my really good friends, has coronavirus. And he's a member of the state central committee. He can't really participate. Oh, he can participate. He needs to show up. Well, he's dealing with the coronavirus. I don't really know anything about the coronavirus because I did not get it. Just like 95% of the state of New Mexico has not got it. In fact, the infection rate is like 4.5% of the population. 4.5%. Well, let's shut the entire state down. And if you think that's a lot, that we need to go ahead and shut the, the join the Democrat Party. Tuck and roll, hide underneath your bed, never come out, and wait for the check at the mail, which you have to go ahead and put your mask on just to go ahead and get it, because you are not our kind. Our party is about fighters and doers and people that want to see New Mexico succeed. I'm sick and tired every single day about talking about a New Mexico that I know could be better. And if other people who are getting elected to positions, like Kelly Fajardo, are not representing the Republican Party, we're just going to hold their feet to the fire. Okay, I'll get 90% of, or 10% of what I want, but I want 90% of what I want, Kelly. Just like all the other people in the party, I want to talk about these things so that we can go ahead and make sure that we're pushing back, not reaching across the aisle and working with us. Because when's the last time you saw Hector or Brian Egoff or Brian Cologne or Michelle Lujan Grisham or Bill Richardson extend an olive branch to, well, the Republicans and the New Mexicans? New Mexico. They're literally kicking us out of the state. I've been here for 12 generations. They're knocking down my statues. They're defiling every good part of what's left here in this state. I need fighters. I need not 800, not 8,000. I need 800,000. And I know we can do it. I know there's people who care. I know there's people who don't want to pick up and leave the most beautiful state in the entire country. And I mean that genuinely. I'm going to wrap this thing up, this opening salvo up on one thing. And I, I got to admit, I had to like take a step back. I grew up going to University of New Mexico Lobo Games. Doubt you don't know anything about it because you didn't grow up here. I did not. And that's okay. But I really do wish that one of the first times you heard about New Mexico would be a, hopefully a time when you cared about basketball or sports or something. And we had a great venue. We had the University of New Mexico pit. And the pit was it. My dad took me to every game. And I had the good fortune of also coaching basketball. I was a great coach. Really was. Kids liked me. One kid didn't like me. I'll just tell you why. I just kicked him off. The, he didn't have good grades. So I'm like, 
basketball is not that important that you're going to get bad grades. <laughs> and you're not going to run my practice, by the way. But we excelled. We did well. And I remember one particular game, my team, the Ghost, the Holy Ghost, took on the Manal Panthers. And I got to tell you, I'm going to try and hold back here, but we played against a guy, a coach that I looked up to that I grew up watching when I was the very same age of the kids that I was coaching. And the guy's name was Kelvin Scarborough. And I can't tell you what an unbelievable childhood I had because of the opportunity I had to go to University of New Mexico Lobo Pit Games, watching Mike Winters, who graduated from El Dorado. My dad took me to the high school championship. Watching Hunter Green, who became a friend of mine in commercial real estate years later on, over at CB Richard Ellis. But Kelvin really, really hit me. Because him and I got into a fight. Surprise, surprise, everybody. We got into a fight right on the court. And that was like one of my childhood heroes. He restored the glory of University of New Mexico Lobo basketball. Now, why does that matter in all this? Kelvin Scarborough just lost his life three days ago. Died likely of a heart attack. Funeral in a couple of days that almost nobody will be able to attend. And that's all I can think about. Because there will be so many people who would go to see his funeral. And I think that everybody should be at his funeral because without Kelvin Scarborough, we would not have the Lobos of the late 80s and the 90s and the 2000s, all the way back. That was the best time to ever watch college basketball here in the state of New Mexico was to watch Kelvin Scarborough and we had uh, Daryl McGee, Mike Winters, Luke Longley came a few years later. These are guys that wouldn't have come here if it wasn't for Kelvin Scarborough restoring what, 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 what was coming out of the Norm Ellenberger. Lobogate back in the late 70s and the late 60s, certainly, where we were ranked, I think, number three or number four. My dad sold magazines at 10, 12, 13 years of age when the pit just opened in the late 60s. And we were nationally ranked in the top three. We had so much pride. I see people with Lobo shirts on. I get all excited. And I go, what, 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 what happened? Why are my kids going to never be able to attend a University of New Mexico Lobo pit game like the one I saw? Or be able to see what, what, what's happening and enjoy those things. Well, because we're on shutdown. Why? Because we elected a bunch of Democrats. Why? Because we have the likes of Michelle Lujan Grisham and Bill Richardson who have literally bankrupted this state. Morally, financially, in every way possible. And most importantly, the one game that I won't be able to sit in attendance is is for the funeral of one Kelvin Scarborough who restored the glory of that because of the shutdown. Now, you may not think that that's a big deal, but that's a guy who came from Washington, D.C., grew up with nothing, showed up here to the state of New Mexico, was welcome in 83, 84, and turned this into his home. Do you know how many more people I want to bring in, just like Kelvin Scarborough? In fact, they referred to him as the unofficial mayor of Albuquerque. He was such a good guy. He was everything for every Lobo fan, in my opinion, that are in the 1980s. I think he averaged like 17, 18, 19 points. I remember him scoring every point. It was just, he was all over the floor. But if you don't think elections have consequences, if you don't think leadership matters, and you're okay with this current situation, including a man not being able to have a funeral quite the way that he should have, there should be thousands of people there at his funeral. That's how much he, he means to Benal, to the University of New Mexico, and especially to the city of Albuquerque. 
then I don't know what to say. Vote for me on Monday if you're a state central committee member. Sign up for my emails every single day, www.rockoftalk.chat. If you can't afford it, I don't care. Just send me an email. We'll put you in, okay? A couple of you had a couple of issues. Like, I'm not getting the emails. I'm not getting the emails. I'm like, whoa, somebody really likes the emails. They need them every single day. You know how excited that makes me? You know how excited it made Kelvin Scarborough every single day to go ahead and show up for a kid going to Manal High School? It wasn't even the best high school in town. But how much his kids matter to him, that's the way that you guys matter to us. We care about that. And we're not always going to be here, just like Kelvin is not here with us today. But we have an opportunity to change things for the kids that are in the other room. My kids are ages 5 and 8. They want a place that they can be proud of, that they can celebrate, that they can inhabit, that they can become something. This is not that New Mexico today. Either choose me, or I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm no savior of the party for sure. But I think I represent a lot of other people. I just have the opportunity to stand behind the microphone and say the very things that the people wish that they could say every single day. And that's all I'm doing. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. Sorry for the long opening, but uh, I could go longer. But why? (laughs) 436 on a Friday afternoon. Yes, John Block will be here. I love John Block because he always has some... In, in, him and I disagree on a lot of things inside the party, but boy, we have one common enemy, and uh, that is the governor known as Michelle Lujan Grisham. It was a big week. Just, just think about this, folks. Just as much, think about this. As much as we hate her, as much as we dislike our governor, think about the people in Washington, D.C., how much they must dislike her. Nothing to do with her. To not even bring her into Washington. And she was actually part of the, she could have picked her seat, probably. Yep. So you got to behave the right way. 436 back and four with John Block, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockandtalk.com. Elevate Trampoline Park, ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Packs. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. And not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We're privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. 
Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Healthy, tasty avocado toast, scrambles, and sunny side up favorites. Sunny Side Up, Manola, Louisiana. Sunny Side Up. Tap to call at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Great news. Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. Great day tomorrow, and we got a little preview of that today. It's crystal clear skies in Taylor Ranch, 50 degrees. Wow, is it beautiful in Harris or what? And 48 degrees, not too far from that, huh? And 48 at the Rock of Talk. All right, I got to tell you this uh, construction on I-40 westbound, it's past Atrisco Vista. That's why you're so slow. It's literally under 25 miles an hour for a couple of miles. Get to the construction zone and clear sailing all the way into Grants Gallup and the state line. All right, uh, as far as in town, looks like uh, right now, Coors, no, this is Unser, Unser southbound. The construction zone between Maverick and Central is why you're under 15 miles an hour there. And they cleared a stall out of your way on I-40 eastbound at Carlisle. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, reasonable rates. These are the people to call when your parents are going to need some help. They'll give you household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, and cognitive assistance, keeping them kind of moving forward, right? Amazing people at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, always ready to help. And they accept insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back in to The Rock of Talk. There is nothing that is wrong in wanting you to stay here with me. I know you've got somewhere to go, but won't you make yourself at home and stay with me? Yeah, I'm And don't, don't you ever leave. <laughs> Lay down, Sally. 
Lay down, Sally. No need to leave so soon. Sally, 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 the fourth floor up in Norteños, the uh, northern New Mexico home of Santa Fe, the governor's mansion. We're here with my uh, good friend and uh, writer for the Pinon Post, John Block, uh, here in the Kiva. John, she's got to lay down. She can't go anywhere. And uh, very quickly, the spin machine is on uh, full frontal, even on a uh, late Thursday and Friday. John, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Eddie? I'm doing pretty good. I gotta say, uh, I will we'll take our little victories. I like the fact that uh, that the, the little the little mini Mao can't infect the rest of this country with her edicts as the Health and Human, uh, Human Services Secretary. So we've got to deal with her here. That's fine. We'll take one for the uh, United States of America. 244 years on. Yeah, I guess if anyone has to take it, I guess we will, because uh, the United States will be spared of having a health and human services secretary or an interior secretary who absolutely hates the entire country and probably will institute bread lines across the board, which would be horrifying for all 50 states. And I'm sure people would just revolt and go into, I don't know, some kind of giant move on the street. That's what I would be doing immediately if she was confirmed to anything more than governorship right now, which is far too much for her right now. Let's just talk about the week that was. It was a tough week uh, coming off of Thanksgiving uh, for Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, maybe she ate just her and her. Uh, she, does she still have a fiance? I mean, I, I've never heard a woman over the age of 60, and no offense to women out there, but over, no one's running around talking about their boyfriend as being their fiance. They're either married or they're not. Like, what, what, what's holding up? You're trying to get daddy's permission at this point? Uh, it's kind of ridiculous because Trip Stilnecki uh, launched a uh, Friday night uh, sort of tirade against KOB. And he must have been feeling pretty good. It seemed like a lot of hubris was coming from him. He must have thought that Michelle Lujan Grisham's got this in the bag. Let me fire off one uh, one of those uh, bad boys off to my friends in the media. And he was very curt, rude. You wrote about it as the MLG's comms director belittled all the local uh, TV news reporters, but specifically one, which is KOB Channel 4. Yeah, it was very surprising to see them go after KOB since they have been on their side spewing their propaganda this entire pandemic, been very supportive of the governor's response. And just a couple of questions asking about the the red to green initiative that the Lujan Grisham administration implemented. Uh, she got this horrible uh, response, this reporter from Trip Stelnecki, essentially calling her an idiot for not understanding and asking these questions when that's exactly what her job is. As a reporter, you ask questions and you assume you'll get answers that don't sound like someone just got off on the wrong side of the bed in the morning. And what he said, you know, it just it just came off as very curt. Like she asked, for instance, will county leaders be notified when uh, it's good to move to the next color? And he says, well, the maps are updated every other Wednesday. I don't know why the county officials can't spread uh, the word by looking on the website and getting information that way. So the counties are not even getting a back channel to the governor's office. They have to go to the, the online site that the public has access to, and that's how they get their, their status to see if they're in red, yellow, or green. And it's like, what, are we at a stop right here? Yeah. you gotta, you got to treat the media well or you don't get fair coverage. But with KOB, it looks like they're still giving her fair coverage, even though her administration absolutely claims to 
to not really like them now. Well, it seems like their investigative reporter might be in a little bit close uh, with them and maybe corrected that. Um, surprised that the story hasn't been updated, but I think the biggest blow, especially during this time of cold temperatures and you know, where everybody needs to, it makes their biggest purchases for the year by going to the grocery store. He referred to the long hours and the lines that New Mexicans were waiting in as a minor inconvenience. Yeah, yeah, it's just the latest horrible comment that comes from Trip. It's just a minor inconvenience for 93-year-old grannies to stand outside of Walmart to pick up a prescription and maybe some eyeglasses and some bread and milk and maybe some water bottles. That's too much for Trip Stilnecki, who probably shops at the No Line uh, Whole Foods Market, where they sell $105 turkeys, which is probably where he got his turkey, unless he's going vegan this year, where he got his tofurkey, which probably cost even more than that. It is surprising to see that KOB uh, uh, get treated that way, but it, uh, they were just asking questions I think that we'd all want to know, and some answers uh, with some definitive timelines, which is not what we've gotten. Uh, in fact, uh, Mayor Tim Keller looks like uh, he's going to keep us on this red uh, zone uh, defense, if you will, for the for the next uh, six to eight months at least, which is very convenient for an election year. Not to step into that, uh, of course, but that was certainly part of the strategy, I think, uh, for the Democrats and MLG all along, is making sure that they can control 2020 and deliver it, uh, against, uh, deliver it for Biden against Donald Trump. Uh, M- Michelle Lujan Grisham did not get rewarded for her work for Joe Biden. And on to more... Bad things this week. Ben Ray Lujan, I guess he has to go ahead and uh, pay his penance for uh, getting elected and uh, beating Mark Ronchetti. How did he do so? He went uh, to go beg to the Senate, uh, to the Joe Biden campaign and the uh, president-elect, the fictitious uh, president-elect uh, uh, cabinet, uh, to get his, I guess, is that his cousin? Is Michelle Lujan Grisham his cousin? I don't even know what the relationship is, really. Yeah, it's hard to say because he said that she's not his cousin. And then other reports from like the Washington Post and other places are saying he is her cousin. So I just say allegedly her cousin. That's how I write uh, in the opinion post because we don't really know. And whatever Benny boy is going to spew, it's probably going to be a lie. So this is uh, ostensibly our most uh, powerful politician, given that Heinrich, uh, Heinrich's got to live in Washington, D.C. now, but he was begging Biden to nominate Governor MLG for Health and Human Services Secretary. You were able to verify that. Yeah. Yeah. So he he and the Hispanic Congressional Caucus, they sent Biden a letter and a bunch of correspondents begging him to nominate Lujan Grisham to the cabinet because they wanted another Hispanic on the roll for the fictitious cabinet, which likely will not happen because the election will be turned in President Trump's favor. As we'll see in the next few days, you just saw in Arizona, there was another change. But the thing is, right now, looks like Ben Ray is, uh, you know, cashing in all his chips and working hard for Michelle Lujan Grisham as she worked hard for him to get elected to the United States Senate, which he may or may not have been elected to uh, since the fraud is there. It exists. And it was a very thin margin. But it looks like he's paying his penance, as you say, and uh, he's going to bat for his alleged cousin. Uh, Ben Ray and uh, other Democrats were triggered uh, on claims now that uh, MLG has been snubbed for not just the interior, but uh, likely a second position, and she's not going to want to take that. I mean, the great Michelle Lujan Grisham, why would she want to be second fiddle to Gina Raimundo? Uh, what happened uh, here? How did he go out, and uh, what were they saying to uh, the Biden administration, to some of their other media uh, uh, cooperatives, including the New York Times and CNN, who certainly carried Michelle Lujan Grisham's water? Yeah, so according to CNN, the folks that were in the Democrat uh, Hispanic caucus, 
in Congress. They went and spoke to uh, Joe Biden's chief of staff, who he's appointed to be in the White House with him if he got there, uh, Ron Klein. And Ben Ray and a bunch of other Republican, or I'm sorry, uh, representatives, they went there and they were very mad because it says in the reports by Politico and other people that Michelle Lujan Grisham is no, no longer the favorite to be the HHS secretary and rather that would be the Rhode Island governor. So they, they spoke to him and on the phone, I believe Representative uh, Grijavla, who I Rihola, believe is from Rihola, Texas. Rihola. No, he's from Arizona. Oh, is he from yeah, Arizona? Ro- Ro- well, he said, he's from uh, Yuma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's actually come here to New Mexico a bunch of times to support Democrat candidates here in New Mexico. And he said uh, they're being cavalier with this information. And he said that this could hurt the governor's reputation uh, by her not taking this uh, interior secretary role, which she was proposed to have and instead wanting to go for HHS. So now they're triggered because she is essentially being kicked out of the process altogether because they probably don't want anything to do with her. They see how the people of New Mexico do not like her. And I'm sure Senate approval of her confirmation would be absolute hell for them. So it's probably a better idea for them to say no to Lujan Grisham, just have her help with the transition and then go back to the governorship in New Mexico where she will continue to destroy our economy and hurt our people. Uh, John, let's talk also a little bit about these pictures that you post of, of them. I don't know how you find them, but that is certainly, the, if anybody wants to see this, all they have to do is go to Opinion Post. If you want to see the worst face that uh, Ben Ray Lujan has ever, ever made, <laughs> it's that one, isn't it not? It's pretty bad. It's really bad. <laughs> like, most of the time he looks like a nice guy, but if you really want to see it's yep. the most ridiculous picture. I have no idea. <laughs> Although I will say the post I put up on the website yesterday of Joe Biden looking confused and staring off into space rivals the Ben Ray photo as uh, as one of the worst I've ever seen. So check well, that out, rockoftalk.chat, ladies and gentlemen. Well, 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 equally is the other one with Michelle Lujan Grisham. She, she looks so incredibly worried. I don't know what news conference that one's from, but I, I've never seen Michelle Lujan Grisham look that straight. Those two pictures side by side, oh, that's, that's just great journalism right there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I have a whole collection of great photographs that I just pull up and put on these articles. And, and you know, that Ben Benny Ray one, I think someone said he looked constipated when I put that on another article. Yeah. And uh, you, you guys just have to see it. It's, it's just so hilarious. He kind of looks like he wants to cry, like Benny, you know, like his mama didn't make him dinner tonight or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he is actually constipated. Oh. <laughs> He looks like Fred Flintstone in that picture, actually. <laughs> he does, actually. Yeah, you're, you're true. I didn't, I, I didn't think about that. All right. Uh, finally, the massive lines, the minor inconvenience, as according to uh, Strip Stilnecki, uh, stayed well after Thanksgiving. Uh, they went all the way to the beginning of this week, and uh, I'm still hearing even today 30 to 45-minute lines everywhere else. Exactly. It's, it's really sad to see them try to warp this narrative to say that it was only for the holidays it was only for thanksgiving that these big lines were outside of these these food stores but really days and days after the thanksgiving holiday people were still queued up in lines all across the state this was not just in espanola and albuquerque and farmington this was every single place in the state where people were lined up for hours upon hours outside of walmart's targets and different stores across the state just trying to get basic needs. And this is not a third world country. I don't, I don't believe New Mexico 
is a third world country or a part of one, but these photographs that we see from Walmart and Target and outside of these normal stores where you just go in to get get a couple groceries and leave, these now look like third world countries. People just ravaging these shelves because they don't know next time they'll be able to get back to the grocery store because, I don't know, do you have an extra three hours per day to stand in the cold and wait to get a few basic needs in, an, in a terribly stocked store? I don't think so. So these photographs really show the truth of what the Lujan Grisham administration has done to this state and she has rammed it directly into the ground. This is a great photographic representation of that. Uh, and no, no lines, by the way, at the very expensive Whole Foods stores owned by <laughs> Amazon, but uh, all the other supermarkets. Well, I got to give John kudos for this because uh, John, I don't know if you've seen, but I, I, I listen to a lot of you know podcasts and blogs all over uh, all over the nation, and it's amazing how much national attention these lines have gotten her. Uh, people are really outside of New Mexico. You know, not a lot of reporting on it locally, but um, a lot of the bloggers and vloggers I watch and listen to have really picked up on this. I mean, it's gotten national attention, as you say, this this third world imagery, and uh, kudos for keeping it alive, because this is reality here. Good long lines for us to go distribute the impeach MLG petitions. Ooh, opportunity. opportunity. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> All right, finally, um, I'm not going to talk about a conser certain conservative radio station uh, that got attacked as one of your, but you do have that, uh, and I do want to thank you very much for uh, writing that. Uh, we've filed uh, both a private investigator and we've also contacted the Berlin County Sheriff's Office. I'm told that other police report or reports have been filed. I have yet to have a CAD number on any of those, but we'll let you know. Oh, by the way, that the three pictures you have at the top of Pinion Post, those might be the three worst pictures I've seen. Uh, of the Luhans, Ben Ray Luhan, Michelle Luhan. Does anybody realize that like they all have the same l name? Like, come on, people. <laughs> and uh, I do have some bad news to report. Unfortunately, uh, Democratic Governors Association, I guess, really sees leadership in Michelle Luhan Grisham. <sighs> they elected her yesterday, and this is part of the spin machine that I was talking about at the beginning of this segment is, oh, they're going to su suggest that, yeah, she knew that she had this in the bag. She was the vice chair of the Democratic Governors Association. Now, as of this morning, she was named chair of the Democratic Governors Association. John, your thoughts? Yeah, well, it just shows the representation of where the Democrat Party is going. It's going full on radical. And the face that they want representing those ideas, those values that they claim to represent, that that's all embodied in Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I believe her policies and all the things she's done in New Mexico, such as the Energy Transition Act, those all probably helped her get to where she is today. As you know, I believe it's the concession prize because she's not getting a cabinet secretary role. And so this is the be next best thing, I believe. Oh, I don't know. Sad. It is really, really sad. John, uh, how, where, where can we find you, and uh, how can we get get connected uh, to all things Pinion Post? Yeah, so feel free to just go to pinionpost.com or just Google Pinion Post. It's the first thing that pops up there. Also on social media, we're on Parler, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And then if you want to follow me, I'm just at john 4 nm and uh, that's dot com or on Twitter as well. Uh, John, are you, you still go. interested in uh, getting photos of people sending lines? If people have those, should they keep sending them to you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, please send those to me at john at pinionpost.com or news at pinionpost.com. Those all go to me. And uh, do it on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Just message it to me. I'm always there looking for photographs, and there's great opportunities there. Keep on pushing this narrative. 
Absolutely. John, thank you so much uh, for being here this afternoon, and uh, we'll look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. All right. Good stuff. The Pinon Post and uh, John Block. Uh, I can't believe. You say you need fighters, Mr. Aragon. You got you, the, the, that young man one. is a fighter. Yeah. And uh, him and I, we do disagree on a lot of things. I think that's uh, important. This guy's been waiting, I think, a long time, or this is just a bad number. Call, are you waiting? Go ahead. Yes, I am. Uh, I wanted to say two things. I have a Christmas, uh, Fauci Christmas card for Pinon Post that I wanted to read to you, if you don't mind. But the question, the other thing I wanted to say, I'll say real quick, is a friend of mine works for Searchlight. Um, it's a kind of a news organization, and they broke the story of the pot farms on the Navajo land. You remember that, or have yeah. you heard of that? Yeah, I did. I did hear about that. Okay. Yeah. So that's been going on for a long time, and it's run by and managed by the Chinese, and they have uh, Chinese slave labor there. But bottom line, that's why the Navajo Nation's corona uh, viruses were so large. Huh. Can, yeah. you, can I hold you through the top of the hour? We'll, we'll, we'll collect sure. more of this uh, data, this information. You held on for like 20 minutes there, so I'm going to keep you on. She's very nice. Uh, all right, let's hit the top of the hour, Fox News. Back uh, here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. More election court fights. I'm Rich Dennison, Fox News. President Trump's legal team continues to fight ballot counts in several states, including Georgia. The Trump campaign and a Georgia voter who is also a presidential elector pledged to vote for President Trump are suing in state court. They claim that there are easily demonstrable ways in which Georgia's election laws were violated thousands of times, rendering it invalid. On November 20th, Georgia's Republican governor and the state's top elections official, also a Republican, certified the results, showing Joe Biden won the presidential race over President Trump in Georgia by over 12,000 votes. The Trump campaign has yet to achieve a significant legal victory in any court that would reverse the results in any state. Fox's John Decker, the campaign filing another lawsuit today in Georgia seeking to void the election results. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments on President Trump's plans to impose work requirements for those receiving Medicaid. The administration had appealed a lower court ruling that found the program unlawful. California residents are preparing for more stay-at-home orders as coronavirus infections and hospitalizations rise. The stay-at-home order is going to be triggered whenever ICU bed capacity falls below 15% in any one of five regions across the state. The first one likely to be on Sunday, possibly in Northern California. Other areas are looking a little better, but it's going to last for at least three weeks through Christmas. No indoor or outdoor dining. Retail is kept at 20% of capacity, so there will be long lines at every shopping store, including groceries, playgrounds, museums, campgrounds, theaters, bars, all closed. Hotels, medical and necessary workers only. Businesses, barbershops, nail salons, closed. Fox's William Lajeunesse. The number of U.S. coronavirus deaths now surpassing 278,000. America is listening to Fox News. Dell Technologies has announced their Cyber Monday sale. They're releasing new doorbusters every weekday, plus up to 50% off cutting-edge tech for your business. There's no better time to upgrade your small business with the latest laptops and desktops with Intel Core processors, plus there's free shipping on everything. Yes, everything. Give Dell Technologies advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business. Call 877-ASK-DELL or go to dell.com slash SB Cyber Monday. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 
Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You grab life with both hands. And you grab your bike with both hands. Therefore, bike is life. Figuratively speaking. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The Justice Department is taking action against big tech companies over hiring practices. The Justice Department announcing it's suing Facebook for prioritizing hiring immigrants over American workers. Also, the National Labor Relations Board lodging a formal complaint against Google for spying on its employees and firing them for trying to unionize. In a 17-page complaint filed, DOJ claims Facebook engaged in intentional and widespread violations of the law by setting aside positions for temporary visa holders instead of considering interested and qualified U.S. workers. American companies advertising jobs are required by law to prove they tried but were unable to find qualified American workers before hiring foreigners. Fox's Jillian Turner. The island kingdom of Bahrain says it's become the second nation in the world to grant emergency use authorization for the coronavirus vaccine made by Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech. Bahrain already granted an emergency use authorization for a Chinese vaccine. A fifth straight month of reduced job growth as coronavirus cases rise. The Labor Department says the U.S. added 245,000 jobs in November. That's less than half of October's number of 610,000 jobs created. And it's a much bigger drop than economists had predicted. Also, the unemployment rate fell to 6.7% from 6.9% a month earlier. The economy has now regained a little more than half of the 22 million jobs lost since the pandemic began. Job growth is slowing as many governors respond to the spike in COVID cases by putting more restrictions on how businesses can operate. Roger Stern, Fox News. Donations on Giving Tuesday rose 25% from last year. Organizers say nearly $2.5 billion was raised across the U.S. Giving Tuesday was launched eight years ago as a way to get people to donate to charities after Thanksgiving. I'm Rich Dennison, and this is Fox News. All right, as we start the second hour and the sun is starting to go down, I guess time we put things together, and we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and i got to tell you, it's just going to be a great weekend. should be 54 by the time we get through tomorrow, 55, they say, on Sunday. So that's good news, but that's after a 23-degree low tonight. So do bring the blankets out. Okay, right now it's 46 degrees in Santa Fe, 51 in Civic Plaza, and 46 at the Rock of Talk. All right, we clear an accident on Coors Road. This is actually Coors Boulevard coming up on Montano. Well, that's now out of the way. Traffic still stumbles all the way back to Fort Deline. <coughs> and we also have some slow traffic right now on the west side of uh, Montano coming up to the intersection as well from the river out to Montano and Coors Boulevard. Now, if you're continuing into uh, Rio Rancho, get ready. Coors Road is just going to, as it meets up with Alameda there, you're going up the hill onto the 528. It's just really stumbling along the west side. And then again, coming up on Sarah, you'll be slowing down. However, this is the good news. If you're heading tonight, now tonight is definitely the night to take advantage of Joe's Big Buckets. Joe's Pasta House and the Joe's Big Bucket Specials. You can call in right now and pick them up within 20 minutes. Spaghetti and meatballs, uh, chicken fettuccine, Southwest Chicken Alfredo. And along with the entrees, you get a large bucket of garden salad. And you get to uh, get a loaf of bread. And uh, what else does he have on that? 
Oh, and the homemade dressing. That's the other thing that's really good. You get all of that, and you just have to go to italian.enjoytakeout.com and make your order now. With that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock and Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. com. You can go, hey, hey Alexa, play abq.fm. Hey Alexa, play abq.am, right? AM, FM for abq, there you go. You don't have an Alexa device that's... Snooping in on you all the time, do you doubt? Uh, no, I. I uh, she wants I like to hear. She wants I like to, to stay your... in my low tech cave. I, I run a mainframe system with a screen the size of a table. Mainframe, you know how I know home. it's a mainframe. And people laugh at me and they, they say, you know, oh, you you don't use uh, you know your your phone for everything. I'm a writer. I'm a researcher. I'm an editor. I can't do that on a little phone. I need a big big monitor with a big old clunky desktop, and that's that's how I roll. I'm a picker. I'm a grinner. <laughs> I'm a right. lover. I get my loving on the run. You better believe it. All right. Whoa. Oh. I didn't know. I don't even know you that way. Uh, we got a caller back. So, what's going out on the farms in Navajo uh, on the Navajo reservation? Okay. They're growing weed. They're growing pot, and uh, I'll let you can probably do a little more research into that. But yeah, there's huge pot farms, and the 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 natives are really upset because they're taking off. They're taking away their farming and their corn, but they're growing huge amounts of pot farm. It's run by. Uh, a group, a Chinese group, and there is some speculation that uh, the Navajos or some of these tribes are really involved with the Chinese. So something to really uh, keep an eye on. But Lou Lujan Grisham knows about this. Well, and yeah, actually, of course she knows my... about it. It was written in her favorite magazine where they called her a warrior yeah. on May 16th. A cover of the Rolling Stone. Here it is. Coalition of 20 federal, state, and tribal law enforcement entities descended on a network of Shiprock Farms Capping a month-long investigation into illegal marijuana, like we say in the South Valley. You, ever, you, you want to know if somebody, if you ever want to know someone's from the South Valley, ask them to say marijuana. They will never say marijuana. They say marijuana. It's just a hilarious thing. Anyway, you got to be from there, like me. Uh, possible labor trafficking on the Navajo Nation. Throughout the day, teams of law enforcement officers, including agents from the FBI, the U.S. Marshals, and the DEA, removed marijuana plants by the thousands. What? Loading them onto dump trucks and burying them in large pits. Somebody found them. They're already back out on the market, I'm sure. 36 cannabis farms. 36 can- They have 36 cannabis farms. Yep. That's, that's insane. Now, uh, what my friend said is they're, uh, the Lujans are co- uh, not cousins. They're a niece and uncle. Niece and uncle? Yeah, don't okay. quote me on that, but that's what she said. No. And we, we have been okay. trying to get to the truth of this. Everybody has a theory on what their relationship yeah, is. No, they're, no, they're, she, she knows them. Oh, okay. She's part of the, the group. But it, it, anyway, she, that's what she said. Now, I just want to read my uh, Christmas card. You'll really love it. Is that okay? Uh, you're on the air. It's your your time. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, we, we need that. Can, like do, I need some, do I need some Christmas uh, uh, spirit in the background? Let's see. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. You, you got here, this? Here you go. No, this is a vignette. It's the Fauci that stole Christmas. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> the Grinch with the Fauci face shows up on the scene walking to the Democratic Party. I just joined the Democratic Party. They're my kind of people. No Thanksgiving, no Christmas fraud, stealing, lying, killing. Whoops, arrows from big tech and media shoot at the Grinch at this time. And he says, ouch. And then he shouts back, it's true. And then he whispers and smirks, those poor babies. As a matter of fact, I just want to remind you to stay at home. Don't gather, wear your masks, and shut up. 
no more fun for the rest of you. The Grinch opens the doors to the party. On the building are the names of the supporters. CNN, CBS, NBC, ABC, HHS, CDC, WHO, and Antifa. There's also a big sign that says the Democratic Party. And another little sign that says no masks. He walks in and starts to greet people from right to left. Hi, Michelle, you little Nazi. Your jewelry looks great. Hello, Nancy. Your hair and face are fabulous. Greetings, Gavin. Do you like your new house? I am so glad to hear everyone here gets a raise while people are out there at, out of work and are starving. Is that you, Andrew? I'm so sorry all those old folks didn't make it in the nursing homes that you sent those COVID patients to. Oh, Hillary, are we going to get more Benghazis? Where's Biden? There's a voice in the background. He's in the basement. And may I have the pleasure says the Grinch, or the Fauci, of meeting the master organizer. The Grinch turns to the camera again and says, this is my cup of tea, chaos and destruction everywhere. He pans the room and he turns back to the camera and gives his final words. Let's not forget to shame and burn down the Republican Party. And the rest of you all need to just obey. 2020 Christmas card. Oh, that, that's quite the Christmas card. Put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> you Definitely. really did. You got to text that text Merry that in to me. We'll, we'll we'll share it with everybody. So it's uh, you got uh, it. I'm I'm making my kids memorize uh, little jokes for Christmas. So they've got little fun jokes, and you ask them a joke for Christmas, they'll tell you Christmas jokes. Okay. They, they have to run around and entertain Thanks. everybody. All right. Thanks for letting me share. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Don't share it anywhere else, though, okay? You're not allowed to. Okay. We've taken okay. ownership. It's copyright. <laughs> so that's right. We own it now. Software. Like Facebook. That's it. That's We're us. Zuckerberg. We own it. We're going to go ahead and put down a Christmas card and make a million bucks. <laughs> that's right. You ever looked at the number of amount of money that people make on Christmas cards who oh. write things for Christmas cards? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's like this. Don't tell anybody. Romance novels, uh, uh, greeting cards, that's where the real money And I should have, oh, boy. I, I, oh, I Just blew, turn I blew it, it out. That's all you have to yep. do. Yep. Yep. No, but I thank the caller for bringing that up because I, I've been remiss with the election and everything. I mean, this was a story broken by the website Searchlight New Mexico back in September uh, in the fertile northeast corner of the Navajo Nation fields that only months ago were traditional open-air corn farms are now stuffed with hundreds of industrial-sized greenhouses, each glowing with artificial lights and brimming with emerald cannabis plants. Uh, children are arriving at 7.30, ready for a 10-hour shift of hard labor under the high desert sun. Joining them were scores of foreign workers an estimated 1,000 people, many of them Chinese immigrants, brought to New Mexico from Los Angeles. Wow. According Whoa. to the... Yeah. Slow, slow down. Let's <laughs> read that slower. Yeah, so yeah. There's absorption by our audience. Yeah, so I mean, I think we probably all missed out on this. I mean, yeah. I, I saw the headlines, Hello. but I just never went... And just never went through it. So uh, this is a story dated September 23rd, uh, Chaos and Cannabis, by Searchlight New Mexico, or NM.org. They call themselves journalists, but they're really more liberal activists. But in this case, I think it was a real, true investigative journalism. They, uh, they uncovered something. Uh, this is by two gentlemen, uh, uh, photography, Don Unser, uh, written by Ed Williams, in the fertile northeast corner of the Navajo Nation out there, of course, in the four corners of part of the American Southwest. Fields that only months ago were traditional open-air corn farms wow. are now stuffed with hundreds of industrial-sized greenhouses, each glowing with artificial lights and brimming with emerald cannabis plants. Security cameras ring the perimeters, and hired guards and flak jackets patrol the public roads alongside the farms. Every weekday throughout the summer, a group of local kids woke at sunrise and arrived at the farm by 7.30, ready for a 10-hour shift of hard labor. Ladies and gentlemen, I grew up on a farm. I know it's hard labor. Uh, And I was a child worker. Under the high desert sun, 
Many were teenagers, 13 and 14-year-olds lured by offers of quick cash. A few were as young as 10. Joining them were scores of foreign workers, an estimated 1,000 people, many of them Chinese immigrants, brought to New Mexico from Los Angeles. What? According to Navajo Nation Police Chief Philip Francisco. Did he know about this ahead? It's very interesting, yeah. So they, wait, wait, wait. So Navajo Nation is on lockdown. They're growing weed. They got 36 <laughs> farms out there. And they're importing Chinese immigrants. And they had an outbreak of COVID 19? Yep. Come uh, on. When uh, when were these people brought in? Farm That's workers. A fair question. Uh, farm workers say the Wuhan, Chinese. Wuhan virus. Yeah. Uh, farm workers say Chinese managers oversee the day to day logistics. Uh, the, far- the workers claim bringing in diesel generators on freight trucks to power the greenhouses, installing dozens of cheaply built trailers to house the immigrant workers, oh and my God. drilling unpermitted wells, oh boy, wow. water, water, uh, to irrigate thousands of thirsty cannabis plants. Quote, some of the Chinese carry guns, close quote, said Darren Gibson, 19, one of seven farm workers interviewed by Searchlight New Mexico. One time, a couple of them got into a knife fight. We just basically do what they tell us to keep uh, and keep to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there was a follow-up. I'm trying not to laugh. This is insane. <laughs> no, it's rough, rough. What, they got, like, typhoid fever and dysentery and, <laughs> like, the polio yeah. and COVID out there? Uh, November 9th, uh, this is a story dated November 11th, two days prior to that, a coalition of 20 federal, state, and tribal law enforcement entities descended on a network of Shiprock Farms on Monday. That was, I think, the 9th of no- November. Did they descend in E.T. suits to take over <laughs> E.T.? Uh, capping a months-long investigation into illegal marijuana cultivation and possible labor trafficking on the Navajo oh, Nation. Oh, gosh. Throughout the day, teams of law... Boy, we, we missed out. We were still fighting the election. Uh, uh, this is amazing. Throughout the day, teams of law enforcement officers, including agents from the FBI... The U.S. Marshal Service and the DEA, that would be the Drug Enforcement Agency, yes. removed marijuana plants by the thousands, loading them onto dump trucks and burying them in large pits. Law enforcement will not yet comment on the volume, but San Juan County Sheriff Shane Ferrari described the seizure as an amount that will, quote, knock you back in your chair, close quote. This state is done when it comes <laughs> to that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So they knew to fly these guys under the cover of night, the living in trailers, I'm assuming by the boatloads. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry for the uh, the reference there, sure. um, but I mean non-potable water. I'm assuming out there in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere because it's all legal. Yep. So they, in addition to the COVID-19 outbreak that they likely had out there, and who cares about it because they're probably spreading it, and there's plenty of people who are probably transporting that, and who knows if it stayed on the bud, so to speak, mm-hmm. and got other places. So. Uh, but the people that are there are probably suffering from anything from cholera to dysentery to typhoid fever at this point. Yep, yep, yep. Now, the investigation in September by Searchlight uh, revealed that a network of farms on Navajo land were, that were operating under the guise of hemp cultivation hemp. were actually covertly growing high-end black market marijuana Weed. with some sort of Chinese connection. And kudos again, thank you to the caller for bringing this up because I've been remiss in not, not catching up on this this coverage. You know, out in rural northern New Mexico, when the Chinese, if the Chinese aren't growing weed... Uh, some crazy Muslim terrorists from Africa are training for uh, attacks on Americans. That's in Tierra Amarillo. That's on the other side. <laughs> yeah, of the right, state. right, a little farther yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we we got some real uh, pieces of work up there in uh, the North Country. <clears throat> wow, let's take a quick break. Absolutely unbelievable. I'm. How do we miss this? We're going to get to a bunch of. Isn't, we got to go do more news. Doubt. Yeah. What are we doing? We're not giving it. We're not talking about enough news. How are we missing this? We got so caught up with the election. Uh, all these links, else. of course, will be in the show summary tonight. So uh, we should just uh, go back and forth on news all day. In fact, let's grab the news from the blast today, and let's just talk about uh, what's there, and uh, we'll go through those. Uh, sure. For those of you who haven't subscribed, www. Uh, 
rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat uh, right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow sweets. I like the sushi because it's never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Big like Leanne rhymes because I'm all about value. Bert Camper's got the mad hits. You try to match wits. You try to hold me but I bust through. Can I make a break and take a pick? I like a sink and they can shake out like vanilla. It's the finest of the flavors. Gotta see the showcase and you'll know the vertigo is gonna go because it's so dangerous. You'll have to sign a waiver. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard and just smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Understand what I mean? Well, you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of taking off my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me. Threw your arms in the air and said you're crazy. Five days since you tackled me. I still got the red burns on both my knees. It's been three days since the afternoon. You realize it's not my fault, but I'm only too soon. Yesterday you've forgiven me, and now I'll sit back and wait till you say you're sorry. The part that everybody does, right? I play. China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops ticking. Watching X Files with no lights on, with Dollar Maze on. I hope the smoky man's in this one, like Harrison Ford. I'm getting frantic, like Stingham Tantric, like Stinker's guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Gonna get a set of better clubs, gonna find the kind with tiny nubs, just so my arms are always flying off the backswing. Gonna get into my sailor mood, cause the cartoonist got the boom anime babes to make me think the wrong thing. How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean, you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve, I have a history of losing my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me, dropped your eyes to the sides and said I'm sorry. Five days since I laughed at you and said you just did just what I thought you were gonna do. Three days since the living room, we realized we're both to blame, but what did we do yesterday? You just smiled at me, cause it'll still be two days to we and we're sorry. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. Get up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Hmm, better. Davis Kitchen's is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling. And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Well, you know what you like. Davis Kitchen's, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. 
In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700, or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS, 23-1962 and 188-348, and may God bless you. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Patriot waffle, sweet red raspberries, tasty blueberries, and white powdered sugar. The Patriot waffle at sunny side up. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Another great day tomorrow. They say 54 for our high tomorrow, so that's going to be good. Just got to get to this 23-degree overnight low. That's the tough stuff. All right, right now at Intel, it's 50 degrees, 51 at the VA hospital, and 47 at the Rock of Talk. All right, you'd happen to really go through a lot of slow traffic on I-40 eastbound at Eubank. At least the accident is over to the right shoulder in the final clearing stages, but still, we're clear back to Louisiana with under 15-mile-an-hour traffic. That's just going to be a little test of patience as you head into your weekend. And Coors Road, construction has you a little bit slow as you're northbound on Coors Road between Coble out to Rio Bravo in the South Valley. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. They're open once again, and they've got that big, huge humidor with 2,000 different cigars inside. Boy, the temperature control gives you the largest selection of blends and prices. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Hope pretty's okay. All right, 5:25 here in the key. A little tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. All the music. We'll just uh, go ahead and uh, stick it right there at uh, www.rockoftalk.chat. A lot of you guys love the music that we play, and uh, hopefully it uh, makes for a better day. Rudy, Rudy, you okay, buddy? 
Yeah, you know, it's just this little cough. I'm trying to All right, good. keep just a cold from coming. There so you sorry go. about that. All right, no, you're fine. You're good. Just want to make just just double checking. Our guy on the other side there, right? We, and that's a great reminder for you all to check on people that you haven't heard from or might be yep. a little bit sick or susceptible to getting sick. It's a good reminder, right? Uh, you're not alone. Uh, so pick up the phone, call somebody, tell them you care, and uh, especially during this very time. Uh, and as always, Dowd has this suicide hotline as well. Uh, suicide's at an all-time high, uh, by the way, mental health. Um, and we're reducing down to uh, what's going to be the shortest day of the year, and it's a very difficult time for so many people. Um, and uh, once we finally have some finality to uh, the election, uh, folks, it's going to be do- it's going to be darn right scary for a lot of people. I'm not going to lie; it's going to change just how much we've been talking about politics uh, in this world, how important po- politics has become. It's going to impact the psyche of a lot of people. So I, I expect some real changes. Remember, Kamala Harris hasn't resigned yet. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of other things that haven't happened. So this is not in any way, shape, or form done. So one way or another. Uh, there's going to be an impact. Uh, just who is that impact uh, going to be on? The suicide hotline is? Yes, that is 855-662-7474. If you didn't have a pen, I'll give you a three count. Two, one, zero, eight, five, five. Six six two seventy four seventy four, and uh, of course we we want uh, we want Rudy to be fine. Eddie, I've been struggling with like a little nasal congestion lately there because it is cold and flu season, and I think mm. I, I don't people I, I don't, don't listen to my medical advice, but we have been terrorized for eight or nine months. Yes, maybe you just have a, a light winter, early you know late fall, early winter cold. Maybe you don't have the Rona and you're not going to die in a week. So I, you know, use your own judgment. Uh, you know, consult your 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 medical professionals. Talk to talk to your family members, but uh, don't think that every little thing is the Rona and it's going to kill you. And I gotta give big uh, props to Mr. Aragon here when I was out of the studio yesterday. Uh, Doctor uh, Bakdi, I believe is his name, was oh, interviewed on. Um, he's like our new our new doctor. We, we, we had Doctor Eden, and we've got the Great Barrington Declaration. But this this fellow, this I think he's a native of uh, India. Uh, someone uh, who says this has not had the slightest inkling of the basics of immunology. He's talking about the vaccine. Um, so he was asked by Laura Ingram, you think the COVID-19 vaccine is unnecessary? He replied, I think it's downright dangerous. And I warn you, if you go along these lines, you are going to your doom. Um, he made a fantastic point, And this is from page 15. You can, of course, find this at triple dub rocketalk.chat. Uh, we put this up on the Daily Blast this morning. Uh, it's, a, it's a list of all the news and links that you need to start your day and be informed and not have to spend 43 hours a day looking at uh, news and content like Mr. Aragon and I do. We, we do it for you. Uh, each positive laboratory test for the virus was to be reported as a COVID-19 case, irrespective of clinical presentation. This definition represented an unforgivable breach of a first rule of infecti- infectiology, the necessity to differentiate between infection, uh, categorized as invasion and multiplication of an agent in the host, and infectious disease. That's an infection with an ensuing illness. COVID-19 is the designation for severe illness that occurs only in about 10% of infected individuals. But because of incorrect designation, the number of cases surged. You know, the more you look at this, I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm still not ready to say pandemic. I think they didn't plan this. They just seized on the opportunity that this presented and went wild with it. Uh, the more you look at the official narrative of this germ, that the more it just falls apart. Live your life, ladies and gentlemen. Be bold. Kiss your grandkids. Visit your friends. Uh, as a general rule, anything that comes out of Dr. Disgrace's mouth or the Minnie Mouse or mouth, Fauci. you should probably ignore. Or, or Fauci. Or Fauci. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's really where they take this. So, Eddie, did you see that? Did you, were you watching the show, or did somebody send that to you? This guy is a real dynamo. No, I, I actually, no, I call all of the, um, 
So I have a service that I use that I get all the videos, which now has basically muzzled me, so I'm not able to get out the 10 videos okay. a day. But uh, that's where I saw that. And then I saw a Gateway Pundit okay. as well. They picked up on it. And then many other people have also uh, picked up on it. This is what they're you know, blowing back against. And here's Martha McCallum uh, uh, giving uh, Fauci uh, some, some pub. And here you go. Just, uh, when just take a listen. did get COVID, so why have we been locked down for right. so long, doctor? This is Fauci. Well, I mean, I, I think we better get our facts straight. First of all, um, that, that's... He's a condescending little old man, he is, isn't he? he is. Isn't he like really yep, condescending yep, yep. immediately? Totally incorrect that I refuse to look at the data. I looked at all the data, mm -hmm. and I have been saying for a considerable period of time that we should have as our default position getting the children back to school or keeping them in school. So, okay, so that's no false. We know yep. that we, we, we told yep. them to not to mask, to mask, and then not to mask, and then to mask again. And then we told the kids, no, we need to get the kids out of school. Then we told them to go back to school. Now, we, now we're telling them everybody needs to be in school, but we're uh, totally shut down. It's there. And when you say locked down, you've got to be careful. There are mitigation things that you do that are wearing of masks, keeping distances, avoiding congregate settings that isn't really locking down. It's oh. doing some fundamental oh. basic public... Oh, you know, you in your house, when you're in your house and you can't leave your house, <laughs> we don't call that lockdown. No. We call that preventative measures. Preventative... Do, do you hear the insanity that's coming in? So this guy nailed it. You would have got this first thing as renowned scientist tells Laura Ingram that the vaccine is downright dangerous. I, I, like, the, I like doing my, my accents. I'm going to practice them more and more. I don't know what, what it is, uh, you know. But by the way, I don't know why I was turned on to this, but I haven't heard from what's happening to the most interesting man in the world. You said uh, you were talking about ways to keep yourself like the, here's a guy in his 70s messing around with girls in their 20s and 30s. You remember him? The Dos Equis guy? Oh, yes. Like, yes. He is the life of parties he has never attended. <laughs> if he were to punch you in the face, you would have to fight off the strong urge to thank him. <laughs> Sharks have a week dedicated to him. <laughs> He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer those sackies. Uh, where's that spirit? I mean, no, it's like, you know what I mean? The robusto. If they the ran macho, that ad now, it would be toxic like, masculinity. They would shut it down for toxic masculinity. Yeah. You literally, you yeah. literally took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. That's perfect. That's, yeah. a, that's what. That's. I mean, look, it's so so good. Where, look how far we've fallen in ten years. This was ten years ago. It's so good. You got to hear it a second time. He is the life of parties he has never attended. <laughs> Jumping off cliff. If he were to punch you in the face, you would have to fight off the strong urge to thank him. Sharks have a week dedicated to him. He is. The most interesting man in the uh, world. Yes, it's totally gone now. That's it. That that time, we'll never see that time again. Because now we're cowering in our homes, and now you're completely and totally responsible. It's preventative measures. It's not lockdown. What did I talk about right to the uh, right before the election? It's lockdown versus liberty. That's what it was. Which one are you going to choose? And you guys chose lockdown. Yeah. This is what you wanted to go with. Oh, don't you know how bad it is and, and how bad it's going to get? It's utter nonsense, Bakhti said. Do you think COVID-19 vaccine is unnecessary? Bakhti replied, I think it's downright dangerous. And I warn you, if you go along these lines, you are going to your doom. Emphasis added. I mean, that's the way we should be looking at it.
Don't take your OSHA, take your oregano oil. I haven't got it. My kids haven't got it. You know, keep your social distance and uh, whatever you think that you need to do so you don't get the corona. I sent you something a little bit earlier today. That was from our good friend who's been doing the data download. I'm not sure. Oh, did you check that on your email? I did. Can we delve into that? I know you're not ready to, but I, I, I'd really like to delve into that just a little bit because um, we'll we'll get into this more on Tuesday. I'm only going to be in for part of the show right. on, on Monday because I've got to uh, run for state party chair here. But the difference in the total number of people who have died, just died of anything. Right. All has causes. not changed, yeah, yeah, folks. This whole thing is a giant scam. It's still the same number. We didn't have more COVID deaths. I mean, we didn't have more deaths because of COVID. We have the same number of deaths. We just have the deaths attributed to COVID. Does right. that make any sense? Yep, yep. That's really what we're looking at. Did you have you cut into the data at all? Well, I mean, the the money quote from our uh, friend here, and I don't know his. I don't know the man, but I know he is a. Uh, Scientist, mathematician, you know, he's, 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 he knows what he's talking about. So he did, basically he did for the 48 contiguous states, we don't say the continental United States because Alaska is part of the North American continent, so we say the contiguous United States. Uh, he looked at all 48 states and tried to do the correlations between uh, all-cause death uh, over the last, boy, how many years did he go back to? Uh, so 1999. 1999, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so this is a lengthy study. Um, and re- their correlation between the all-death total and then COVID-19 death rates, according to his uh, data, the correla- uh, correlation is weak. New York has, for example, 35 times higher COVID death rate than the state of Maine, not very far away, both northeastern cold states this time of year, but the overall death rates in those uh, two states are essentially the same. And this is what this is what the Johns Hopkins economist figured out a couple weeks ago, and of course they immediately took that article down. Um, these were people... And I, it sounds very callous to say this, but these are people at the vast majority of these people are people at the end of their life and they pass away from some type of respiratory illness or a stroke or a heart attack or COPD, you know, something like that. And they test positive for COVID and it's attributed attributed to this virus. Uh, and it's these people are, you know, I think, Eddie, didn't you say that like the life expectancy for someone who once you get into that nursing home it's just remarkably like low. I mean, these are very people yeah. very at the end of their lives. And when you take a dog to the pound, and what happens? Oh, and, and, and I, I'm not. I mean, I'm relating to you here. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and, and no one is trying to belittle or or downplay the fact that these people uh, died. It's just attributing COVID as this mass killer that uh, doesn't discriminate. Now, Eddie, you and I are close in age. But I'm a little older than you. In the 1980s, and it's looking real controversial now. Oprah <laughs> and all of them, the Fauci types in the public health establishment basically said again and again and again and again, AIDS does not discriminate. Uh, Oprah said in a show in the late 80s, in, in, by 1990, I think she said, one in five of your people you know will have AIDS in your life um, because AIDS does not discriminate. It's not just homosexuals. It's not just people who use you know, uh, infected needles. It, it, it affects us all equally. In time, uh, some people at the time, Michael Fomento, one of the greatest junk science debunker writers of all time, great guy, uh, he wrote the book, The The Myth of Heterosexual AIDS, and it it just, that that book taught me how to do public policy research. Um, Wow, I didn't, that's where it all started? Oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant guy. Uh, And, of course, demonized at the time, you know, said, you know, you don't care about people, and, and, you know, don't you understand we're all going to have AIDS? Well, it's 2020, we don't all all have AIDS. Uh, Sorry, folks, it was a very discriminating disease that applied only to people who engaged in certain, let's say, physical recreation 
practices and then, of course, injecting in, in infected needles. And so they're trying to make the Rona into the AIDS of the, of the 2020s. It's not the AIDS of the 2020s. And Michelle Lone Grisham has said this repeatedly. Uh, you know, it, it, we're all equally at risk. No, we are not all at equally at risk. Uh, you are affected by this in a fatal way, or uh, if you are elderly, or if you have comorbidities, or if you're in sort of an institutional setting. The rest of us, this is, I don't want to say nothing burger, but it's pretty close to a nothing burger for the rest of us. I'm sorry if it sounds callous, but that's what the data indicate, folks. Again and again, the truth is seeping out, and that's kind of why you come into the Kiva to look for those uh, perspectives you're not really getting from our elites. And the origin of your public policy. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. And so this is the end of our story. And everyone is dead from AIDS. It took from me my best friend, my only true pal, my only bright star. He died of AIDS. Well, I'm gonna march on Washington. <laughs> Lead the fight and charge the brigades. There's a hero inside of all of us. I'll make them see everyone has AIDS. My father, AIDS. My sister, AIDS. Yeah, there it is. Uh, you got to watch that. You've been into that humor lately, the Team America stuff and all that. Yeah. Parker and Stone. Time to, time Parker, to break so yeah, that uh, stuff Oprah, out. I've got pulling this up from my 88 gigabytes of, of, uh, of research data for the last 25 years. Uh, officials widely overestimated the number of AIDS cases, although there were more. Uh, Oprah Winfrey estimated that a fifth of heterosexual people would be dead from AIDS by 1990. Um, wow. And listen... Nothing like uh, they, they love Democrats. They love fear. Yeah, they do. Fear porn is what they, they go for they because love it. they, they love use it. it to to tell you about the boogeyman out there, right? And how it's going to do it, and they control you with the fears, and then they're there to save you yep, at yep. the very end. And what we found at the end of all this, like this, is all made up. I hate to tell you this, folks. Like there isn't any more deaths than whether or not we had COVID or not. Yep. And you want to start talking about the tax on the hospitals and all of that type of thing? Hospitals have actually been more occupied at different times, but we're venting coronavirus patients who, and, and remember, the power of the mind, the mind-body relationship, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. control of, oh my God, I have the coronavirus. Yep, yep, yep. I've been infected with so much Channel 4, 7, and 13 that I literally think that the moment I get the coronavirus, I'm going to die. Yep, yep. And you can program yourself to self-destruct. Oh, absolutely. It's not just, it's not just a, a, a bad movie in 1985, The Predator. It, it's literally... It's literally something that uh, that you can do. One of the worst things that the media has done locally, and I, I can't speak to for Kingman, Arizona, or or Hartford, Connecticut, but I you know I look at the websites of all the local media, and they will regularly do profiles of you know beloved teacher dies of coronavirus. People, as Eddie determined many many months ago, forty two people die every day in New, in New Mexico. When do, you know when do you see hey uh, you know beloved grandpa dies of lung cancer? Well, that's not sexy because right now everybody's COVID. dying from COVID. You know uh, we're and on so this it, together. It, we die together. I think it's sick, Eddie, to scare people who are more susceptible. You're not susceptible to this. I'm not susceptible to this. But there are people who don't really dig into this, don't understand statistics, don't understand the need uh, to uh, boost your immune system uh, and, and pay attention to your immune system. Don't understand the need that your immune system actually needs to work out. It needs something to fight against. Uh, the, the, the germaphobes that are out there, and I'm sure many of these people live in daily fear 
Um, and their lives have been greatly negatively impacted by this. Now, I think they should grow the hell up, but the media is not helping. And uh, again, fear, fear sells, fear sells. Dowd, they need their lamenting. They, they, they love, oh, they find so much. There's do. a lot of people who find uh, a, a lot of comfort in that, in that sadness, right? The <laughs> well, anyway, we got Quilton to do is what he's going to say, but I thought he was going to say something else. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I Hi. found the cure for COVID. What is it? It's stop funding COVID. How about stop testing? Yep. Stop or stop funding it totally. Uh, just stop testing. If we stop testing, you don't have COVID. You can't. Yeah. You can't test positive if you don't test. What was, exactly. what was, what was Michelle Lujan Grisham's initial salvo as? We're going to make sure every single person in the state right, is right. tested. There was yep. a reason for that. Yep. I mean, yep. like, oh, yeah. this, this isn't rocket science. She was it's, saying that nonsense in the early weeks. Yeah. We didn't even have a lot of good data. Yeah, no, we all have to get tested. All have to get tested. Why? Yes. <laughs> Why? Have you been tested? No. Will you get tested? No, not unless I have to to go oh, to work. Oh, wait, wait. Who's going to tell you? You don't sound like the kind of woman who might be married. <laughs> I am. Oh, okay. Well, then, so do you do everything your husband tells you to do, just like the Bible tells no. you? No. Okay. No. Well, I, I can guarantee you're not going to get tested. I work for a private practice, so... Oh, I um, think we have, a, we have a labor dispute. <laughs> I don't think you have to get tested. Hold on one sec. What? Don't come in here and tell on your brother. I'm doing a show. You guys resolve your differences over there. Get it done. Or I'll just take it away. Shut the door, please. Hey. Come back here. Shut the door. Sam, come shut the door. Sorry about that. We got, we got kids here. It's, it's Friday, folks. Yeah, yeah, we got the kids in here. Uh, okay, so I think I was on... Uh, what was I saying, Dowd? Uh, contact your labor lawyer. Yeah, la okay. So, yes. yeah, you will not... There's nobody who could force you. There's nobody who can force you to get tested, including your employer. Right. Um, I work in a dental office, so it's a little different. We are so close to the patients. I don't know. Can can an employer force you to get a flu shot? Yes or no? No. He recommends we do. Okay, <laughs> wait. He doesn't so want wait, wait. So wait, let's just talk about this for a second. This is yeah. important, right? So you're required, right? Let's say you, you're working in a medical office, and I would imagine they would say you're required to do so. If not, you'll be fired. You know, if your employer, I believe, if they fire you, uh, that they, they can't require you to get that flu shot. There's no way that they could, I think, legally do that. Nobody could probably furlough you. If you signed it, if you signed it, if you signed something in the employment contract, that's about the only way I think they can get you to the only way that they can get you to, to do it, if I'm not mistaken. Dad, does that sound about right? Yeah, I'm, I'm digging up. Uh, let's see. Generally speaking, employers are free to require safety measures like vaccination with exceptions for certain employees. Sarah Aaron Goldstein, labor and employment partner at the international law firm Dorsey & Whitney. So the answer is likely to be yes with an asterisk. Okay, what is the asterisk? Oh, but it, and it, it has to be within the employment contract. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's free association, independent contract, they can't tell you to they, – they can't even tell you what time to be at work. Did you know that? Right, right. Wow. Like Dow, well, like Dow is an independent contractor. I can't tell him when to be here. 
I can recommend strongly, but, I mean, there's no recourse for uh, me. The to EEOC, say. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, already allows companies to require employees to be vaccinated for the flu. Workers who don't wish to be vaccinated for medical reasons can request an exemption under the ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, as can those for whom taking a vaccine would violate their religious beliefs under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 64. There you so, go. yeah, there, you there go. are there yeah, are yeah, mechanisms. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you can't yeah. you, you cannot be forced to do it. So, uh, and then by the same token, you cannot be forced to take a vaccine. But remember, right. like in you, you're up for firing squad. If you don't take the vaccine, mm. you're a threat to everybody. We start pushing you, put you in vaccination camps because you don't want to go ahead and take the vaccinate the vaccination. Oh, well, the air, how about the airlines who are not who are going to require proof of vaccination before you get on one of their planes. I mean, that is... That you won't is, fly them. Yeah. Be like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and honestly, you won't want to fly them in, in the first place. It was, you know, sit down and... Have you seen what happens to these people on these planes? <laughs> yeah. You've seen people get dragged out. Some yeah. pe- people are uh, punching, stabbing. They don't want to stand next to somebody. I mean, some of the biggest fights that you can watch on the Internet all happen to people, uh, people who are all filming each other <laughs> because someone doesn't want to take off. Remember that guy with the Trump hat? Oh right! Yeah. They yes. tried to make Jeff him. Blue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a free country, as far as I can tell. Yeah. At least for the time being. Well, this we got to keep fighting for this it. It's going to start some, free some, some conversation. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, my name's Keith. Keith. I'm from uh, from Rio Rancho. Hey. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You're actually from Rio Rancho, which means that no, you are no, younger than uh, 40 years of age. You're 39 years of age. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm, well, when I that's where I live, and I'm from the Bay Area. I've called a few times. Okay, Keith, but, go ahead. But anyway, anyway, you know, we're at work. We were talking today about the deaths. Everybody's on the deaths, the deaths, the virus, the deaths. Now, let's just say it's X amount of deaths per day. Of, you know, how many people have died today, yesterday, the day before, from lung cancer, and how many people have died? Of, that have lung cancer were smokers. And how many of those people read the warning labels on the pack of cigarettes? The government cannot protect us. I don't know. I, how can I disagree with them? Nothing I to mean, add. I, just, <laughs> I mean, tough. it's just it's simple coffee table talk. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. This woman, this little mini Mussolini, is completely off her chain. She's just running rampant. We got to get rid of her. Well, we we tried. Even even Biden didn't want her. I mean, no, nobody <laughs> nobody wants her. Seriously, and no. she's been engaged for five years. I'm 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 suspecting that maybe her boyfriend doesn't want her. <laughs> I mean, at this point, <laughs> really? Well, well, yeah, dirty well, pool, Mr. Who, 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 who stays engaged for yeah, five years? That was a joke on the office. Remember Pam, the receptionist? She was, oh yeah. For Roy, they were engaged for seven years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roy. Well, you know when he, he's looking down and she's making him dinner with those big fingers, um, you know it, it's got to be a little uh, unappetizing. I wouldn't want her to touch my food. That, 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 that. I was just, I was, anyway, I was lost I'm, in the I'm being I, was lost, bad. I was lost in the haze of that. Your wife would not appreciate you speaking about a woman that way. <laughs> if you're still married, any, she's in the other room. <laughs> well, no, well, I, I was, I was talking strictly about the dinner table. But anyway, yeah. oh wow, I'll Holy. digress. All right, anyway, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Leave uh, it there, you Keith. Keep, Still, yeah, I gotta, I gotta be able, to, I gotta be able to hold my dinner after those thoughts. Jeez, wow. Should I take any more calls? This guy's really upset with me because I've discredited people. 
Why do you mock the doctor's accent from India? By doing that, you discredit him in some listeners' view. You remember, you know, we had such we had such a good segment one time. We were talking about Senator Horono, right? Uh, that's amazing, huh? Oh, yeah. And so um, Langston's best friend is is uh, Asian. Like he, he, his dad literally created Skype. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story, but... But I said, that, I said, is there any problem? So what's the problem if, if I do my accents here? So you have to have a, a you know, and I'm talking about people in the South Valley. I'm saying, I do that all the time, right? You, you catch it all the time. What's the difference of any other accent? Yeah. I mean, let's go back to Richard Pryor oh. and, and George Carlin and all the great, uh, you know, comedians back in the late 70s, early 80s, mid 80s. How did we digress so much in this society? At this point, I mean, there was a lot of other people getting along like they like there was no tomorrow. T- today, it's like, you know, what the hell? There is you know, a- I, and, and seriously, if this is amongst our, it, I'm just listening. Such behavior is alarming. This my behavior is now alarming. Let me now get into the uh, policing behavior here. Yeah, like, get a hold of yourself. The funniest joke in all because of, we uh, think highly of your views and you feel you speak for a lot of truthers. Please restrain from that future. Come on, you know, the sensitivity throw overreaction. The baby, throw the baby out with the bathwater, yeah. right? Oh, you know, because you did that, then everything else that comes out of you. I'm not an imperfect person, but I'm also, I think, one of the reasons why you listen is entertaining. I'm going to yeah. continue to do what I do, and then if that's, if it's the style that throws you off, if that's what, what bothers you. I, and by the way, my, my favorite economics professor at the University of New Mexico, and I was one of his favorite students, was a guy, a man by the name, taught me how to play bridge. Do you know how to play bridge? No, no, I'd like to, though. Smart people Addicting. know bridge. Addicting. Addicting. Yeah. Smart people know that. You can't yeah. stop playing it. Once yeah. you learn bridge, you can't stop playing it. That's why you got to get out of it. He was addicted to bridge. He was my macro theory cl- uh, class, 303 econ. Kishore Gawande, one of my best friends, Aruna Dota Paneni. I mean, seriously. Like, <laughs> they don't have a problem when I when I do any of this kind the of only, stuff. The only woman D-Dowd Musk ever loved was from Taiwan. So really? Yes. Many, many years ago in Washington, D.C. She wow. wanted nothing to do with me. Um, the funniest joke in the funniest movie ever made, Blazing Saddles, and I can't even quote it here because we'd be shut down. Uh, really? is when the good, shut down when, when the good Saddles? people of Rockridge decide to uh, you know, fight back and they decide that they're going to allow all the ethnic groups uh, to join into their group. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it's the sheriff or that big burly guy with the hat. He says, you know, we'll take the bleeps and the bleeps, but not the Irish. You know, I mean, th- that we're all part of the human story. We can laugh at ourselves and at each other. That doesn't make you a rotten person. If you are out beating up people because of their religion or their ethnicity, then you're a bad person. But if you're joking, come on, throw up. Ma- what's a, you might as well joke. We're all going to die anyway. <laughs> That's right. I mean, here we are. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just want to... Am I on? You're on. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. Anyways, I was just uh, I had a uh, question about uh, where you were talking to the lady about about getting tested on her on the job. She worked in a dental office. But aren't we on an at will? Uh, uh, I'm not sure the exact terminology for it, but uh, uh, we're in an at will state where uh, the uh, your employer doesn't have to have a reason to fire you, uh, and uh, you don't have to have reason to quit. You know, you're not under contract or anything like that. Uh, we are, but the the, the Fed the Fed federal legislation kicks in when it, if it's related to the ADA. Thank you, George H. W. Bush, Americans with Disabilities Act, and then Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of '64 because you, it could be a violation of your religious beliefs. So I guess I'd say 
you're you're ninety nine percent right, but there are some ex- exemptions that you could uh, afford you some recourse in the courts uh, for under those two pieces of legislation. Okay, well, because me myself, I don't I don't even get a flu shot. I don't see any sense of giving yourself something when you can get exposed to it naturally and get it that way. So it doesn't make sense for me to get immune to uh, get the, the vaccination for COVID or even to get tested. If I get if I get it, I get it. I know the symptoms already. So, I mean, why bother? Instead of getting a false uh, positive, is why I look at it. Sir, you are making common sense, and that is not allowed in New Mexico in 2020 or 2021. So we're going to have to hang up on you right now. Uh, thank you. <laughs> have a good day. Job and shove it. Little little Johnny Paycheck, you can keep it, right? I mean, but right now, with the level of unemployment, we had 20,000 people the last two weeks prior to Thanksgiving who filed uh, their unemployment claims. So, I mean, most people, here's here's where they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Take the vaccine or you lose your job. And you're like, how do I pay my bills? And that's exactly what she was up against. I mean, some people don't have that luxury of, of saying, I can't take the vaccine. That's how it becomes forced, folks. Sure. Situational force. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Eddie, I have a question. Yes. Um, you're running for the GOP chairmanship? Yes, I am. Yes, sorry, uh, I was reading your text. Who, who votes you in? The state central. Oh, only 180 people. They they have a poll tax, so 180 people. If you didn't get in your $35 and you didn't register, uh, the only people that can vote you in are those 180 people, roughly. Uh, who paid their $35. So uh, the deck is stacked uh, 10 days ahead, and uh, if I win, the first thing I'll do is call for a complete and total re-election so we have more time and make sure that all 800 members of the State Central Committee participate. Excellent. Well, we're rooting for you. All right, I'm rooting for myself. I'm rooting for the party, (laughs) and I'm rooting for you because you're living in a hell right now, and we need new leadership in this state. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, that's all I'm well, doing. The same thing I'm doing here, I'll be doing there, but we're going to be organizational. Ladies and gentlemen, know, Mr. Aragon, if he's elected, he, he is, he's term limiting himself to less than one term. He, he's calling for, <laughs> he's, he's almost, what he, William F. Buckley ran for uh, mayor of New York he in the did. Si- in Oh the my 60s, God, I can't believe said, you're bringing this up. They said, Mr. Buckley, if you win, what's the first thing you, you're going to do? And he said, demand a recount. <laughs> Oh, Collier and the Kiva, go ahead. Um, yes. I guess it's me, right? That's you. Yes. Okay. Nice um, one of the One of the greatest uh, stories I've heard lately, my daughter was visiting with a lady in Roswell, and she had a son that worked for the state. He's been tested four times, and it was negative, but the person doing the testing assured him that by the time he was tested a fifth time, it would be positive. <laughs> that it's just an automatic. <laughs> we'll get you and, there. We'll get you there eventually. Yeah, this guy's one of my favorite callers. <laughs> you know that every time he calls, it just like you. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's that Texas accent and all that oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he calls well, in. He just makes so much sense. And and you know, it's like, well, I'll be. You know, we got to deal with this now. And is he at a cheese plant by chance? No, state worker, I think it was. Did you say state worker? Yeah, Yeah, it works for the state somehow. I'm sorry, I didn't get the full story on that. Okay, so so are they making false positives 
Is that what you're suggesting well, by by the fact well, that by the time he got tested the fifth time he would be positive? She, the the lady doing the testing had told her son that uh, that by the time of somebody tests five times they get a positive reading. I don't know. Uh, how. We we test you until we get the result we want, not the result that right. reflects so, reality. That don't make no sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense if you, you want to goose the numbers. It yeah. makes perfect sense. <laughs> goose. And he's he's being required by his job to test and over gotta, and over. Got to pay bills. There you go. So, boy, <sighs> do they love this pandemic, don't they? they, they love they're it. milking this thing for all it's all worth. Right. All right, cowboy, good sir. Uh, well, I appreciate one, you calling one, in. Oh, one more thing. One other thing. Yeah, one sure, other sure. thing, Eddie. Um, I got a an email from the Republican Party of New Mexico. And it was listing all the candidates, and just you said that it uh, did not have your biography. There it is. Yep. Uh, well, I I replied, and I said, obviously there are some bios missing. I request that you uh, put those bios on by tomorrow and and redistribute this. I don't. You're you're. I don't a, know why I get you're, that. You're a serious <laughs> man, and I would have no one to. Uh, uh, mess with you, and when you get what you you ask for, you generally get what you want. So I oh. certainly hope that 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 comes. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love true. it when you you're like my favorite voice on on the radio. It might seem kind of crazy, but I mean seriously, you're like uh, a man's man. I love it when you call. You just seem oh, like yeah. just. I, I love it when you call. I appreciate you calling in. I'm just a 77 year old worn out dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. You have a good night. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. He's, I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm with you 100%. Right? I, I, I heard a, that a, what I grew up around? I spoke to someone a couple years, maybe a year or two ago, who grew up in the down in No Country for Old Men territory that's, down there. That's, that's my crew. In, in that's the southeast crew. corner. Yeah. And he was telling me about how his mother would keep things cold by, like, they would have ice, and she would put the, the cloth uh, in the ice and chill it, and then they put it in the in the window, and the wind would blow through. Like they they create kind of like a swamp cooler to yeah. keep something cold in a oh. box because they didn't have electricity. And this man is alive today. I mean, this is within the lifetime of people today. We all need to stop complaining about our lives. Okay, we just need to stop doing that right now. We we have it pretty good. Well, if we just get rid of a certain someone in Santa Fe, yeah. we'd have it even better. Yeah, <clears throat> that's going to be hard. I guess we got to check on weather and and traffic. I uh, know it's frío, frío. It's hot, frío over there. Put on your hats. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yes. That's you, caller. Hey, this is Joe. Joe. Joe, what do you know, hey, Eddie, Joe? Good. My good friend, oh, Joe. Bad. Yeah. Hey, anyways, I've been working on those things you gave me. I was some quarters, right? I don't want to do a silver dollar yet. Anyways, hey, Eddie, one thing is I, I go to my mom's, right? Yeah. I didn't want to come up to Thanksgiving. I take some, some turkey over this week, and I, I'm talking. She goes, What's really going on out there? Well, she voted for Biden, right? And my cousins, and there's a bunch of nuts there. And, and she goes, you know what? I think I need a gun. It's kind of like, you need a gun? You just voted to get rid of all the guns. Don't you understand, Mom? You know? And it was it was crazy because she's like 85, right? And it's like, come on, man. What, what are you listening to? She goes, well, I listen to those ladies that come on at 11 o'clock. I don't even know who that is. And it's kind of like, well, you know what? Coast to coast. And you need to do this, and you need to do that. She's, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, and I'll skype. You know, Matt, don't you guys understand what you're for? Because, you know what, when you start understanding that these people are actually going to wake up to what they voted for, that, I mean, like, things are going to change and things are going to be bad, 
then things are going to get worse, you know? So yeah. it's, it's just like, come on, Mom. You know what? I can't take, you know? But anyways, I just thought. It's going to be the, if, any, if anyone's going to save us in this country, you know, Joe, who it's going to be? It's the, it's, it's the moms. It's the moms. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. I'll tell you, in the, yeah. in the black community, the only people that can save the black community, improve the black community at any point, are the mothers, period. Who they're exactly. with, the way they raise their children, that's the same way across the country. Whatever the moms do, that's the way it's going to go. People need to realize it, that. It, exactly. But the thing, you know, the thing about it is, though, it is. You know, I, I mean, because, like, my head is spinning, right, because I'm talking to you, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, there's, there's a couple other things is I want to tell you, but I guess one of these days I'll bring them back, back again, alive again. But anyways, I appreciate you, Eddie. Yeah, very much. You come, you come here anytime. He's he's making a ring for me, and is uh, all right. Oh, yeah, when he said the quarters, he's talking about dollars and all that stuff. Rudy, we'll get to you in a sec. I got a board full of callers. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, I um, had a. I wanted to mention Who's that this? the vaccine. Who's this? This is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. You sound like a first-time Hi, caller. Yeah. Yes. Is this your first yeah, no, time? Is this your? I've called a few times. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, I'm a friend. I'm a your friend on Facebook too. I'm oh. your friend. I don't look at Facebook yeah. very much, but okay, go ahead. Oh, I know. I've been trying not to either. I had a question about that vaccine. I hope that the government isn't going to force this vaccine on people. That that would be so horrible and wrong, and and it should be illegal to force vaccines on people. And I've been hearing, I've been hearing people talk about how it's going to be mandatory soon. It's going to happen, and they are going to force it because. They think oh, they can because God. they think they're the almighty government. So, uh, yeah, that's by, scary. by that's hook scary or crook. Everybody. That's the way it's going to go. What else, Ashley? Um, uh -huh, thank you. That's it. I thought you had. Huh? Some, I, I thought you have some more. Anything else? Well, well, I also wanted to mention that go. I just wish people would would um, stand up against this governor and stop wearing the masks and stop, you know, following. Because we're all following. They're, they're following blindly. We need to wake up here. I can just see people are freezing outside right now. The lines are, are long over at Albertson. No, no, there are no Albert lines. What? There's no lines in New Mexico. Uh, according to Trip Still Necky, the governor's no, no, spokesperson. No. That all ended a, after uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Ashley, it's a light, <laughs> it's a slight inconvenience. Oh, it's, oh, there's, oh, my gosh, they've been waiting over an hour at Costco, and it was freezing-ass cold out last night. <laughs> Somebody got to take a boombox out there and just play our radio station and just let people just get angry. Yeah, that would be a great idea. <laughs> government, I think the governor, the, the governor is out of her mind, and I think that it's cruel. What's going on? Uh, when a woman is out of her mind, and I'm not being sexist here, but is there anything meaner than that? I would, I would like to say something meaner, but... I don't want to stay over the air. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Thanks, Ashley. I appreciate it. Right? So he's just trying to. But really, hell hath no fury like a well, woman. They used to call scorn. hurricanes uh, after female names. We don't do that anymore. Politically incorrect. Was it really only female names for a while? Oh yeah. Can you look that up real quick? I'll when see did, when, they when did that end? Yeah. Did that end uh, once we started intru in introducing transgenderism? Let's see. I'd love to know that. Know know the answer to that one. Call you're in the Kiva very quickly. That's you, caller. Come on. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. I can hear you. Go ahead. All right. This is Devin. Um, one of my family members actually works with some of the hospitals. Okay. And they work on the isolation force. And it seems very odd to me that sometimes 
nurses they're they're putting their lives at risk and stuff and you have pretty much basically mercenary nurses coming in from out of state they're coming to work in some of these isolation wards and stuff and the hospitals they work you know they have i don't want to say anything because i don't want to say her name or his name no you don't have to say names it's fine no we want to hear you say you don't have to say anybody's name it's fine go ahead yeah so they they rotate these medical personnel and they go from the isolation ward to the oncology wards and stuff like that so the most vulnerable people are getting rotated through you understand what i'm saying yeah so what you're suggesting is that they're spreading it throughout the hospital on purpose yes so they're they're taking these people who are extremely ill they're on the respirators and they have them you know with the covid and they have about uh, a little over 20 in this one particular hospital. Don't want to say which hospital, but I'm, I'm thinking that's probably about average for the, you know, Albuquerque area, New Mexico area. But they're rotating them out uh, from there to like the other, you know, people who have cancer, people who have heart issues. They're taking those same nurses and they're forcing them to work in these high COVID isolation areas. So I just want to get the word out on that, and I'll see by doing that. You know. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Would someone ever say that about you? Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm more like a facts person. If I see something happening, you know. Have you been tested? You have to look at the have whole you been picture. tested, and do you wear a mask? Uh, I do wear a mask. Uh, the person I'm talking to, you know, may have had COVID and had a positive test for it. And so you have not been tested. Uh, I have been tested. Okay. You, you, you have been, yes. Is that true? Yes. I have been tested. Okay. And you tested and, negative? And I tested negative. My family member actually tested positive for it. And we have children, and we all live in the same house. And absolutely, there was no passing on of the disease or anything. I actually had to stay out of work for about two weeks because I was not allowed to go back to work. Is this a person, can, uh, and just pardon me here, uh, just if you don't mind me asking you some questions here, but is this a person that you're physically intimate with? Yes. Okay. So did you have physical intimacy, uh, touching, kissing, anything else? I hate asking these questions, but I think we're getting on to something that I've actually heard several times from other people, and you still didn't contract it? No. We're talking like two feet away on the couch, kids in the house, you know, you're – Kids sneeze and did the kids I mean, did the kids get tested? Uh, no, they didn't get tested. Do you, do you they think they ever had it? We had to, uh, they let's see. It was more in like uh, January or February time frame, March, and they they had a little bit of a sickness at first. At the same time that me and my family member had okay, uh, you know, and we all had a kind of. A, mild cold but she was she was the only person who actually tested positive for it and she actually had to stay out of work also does she let me let me ask you another question here just to jump in the middle of this but has has, does she wear a mask yes she wears a mask why um that's a good question right is that a good question you ever ask her that have you ever asked her why if she's already been infected why she wears a mask have you asked her you know, it is, uh, a lot of that has to do with peer pressure and a lot of people around. You oh, know, that wears okay. that. I want you to go and, and ask, ask her. Ask your wife. Ask her. 
Why do you wear a mask yeah. if you've already had it? Just ask her and see if she can reply because she won't be able to. She'll give you the same yeah, answer you just gave me. And we have a lot of family members who are like that, too, and they're deathly afraid of them. You can't even go around them, you know? And, like, you go to their house, and they look at you like you're a dirty person because you're coming over to them, even though she goes to the hospital and she works in those wards, you know? And she doesn't get paid anymore for it. And then she goes to those people, and then she gets treated like trash, you know? And that happens every day. And this isn't the killer that everybody thinks it is. I mean, it, it sucked. It was hard. It was like the most terrible flu I've ever seen, you know. And I, I won't tell people to keep, you know, keep the mask on, but people aren't dropping out unless you've got something already wrong with you, you know. And we can't sit here and hide all the time. This, everybody thinks we're hiding and hide and hide and hide. You can't be afraid of everything in the world, man. You can't be afraid, you know. You okay? Just don't understand, you know. I'm going to give you big knuckles. Big hug through the uh, radio here. Uh, that was courageous. I'm glad that we opened up to Spicket. You started off from uh, being a sort of uh, passive, and here's some information, and here we are. And, you know, we hear how this has impacted you and how angry and upset you are. And I can imagine the uh, tens of thousands of New Mexicans that just heard what you had to say uh, just now and how it's impacted them and how this is not what they think it is either. It's, it's about freedom. People are just literally giving up their freedom for this, man. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. If I have to give up another ounce of our freedoms for this, this is this is not the way it's supposed to be. You how, many, know? how many times have you waited in line for groceries? How many times have you waited in line for groceries? Every day. Every day. 20, 30 minutes getting late for work just to wait for freaking groceries, man. And our governor don't care. She's sitting at home. She's rich. She's got all that she wants, you know? It's we can't live like this. We can't. Our kids need to go to school. They need an education for something that's got like a 2% death rate. Even if people are still contracting it, they're, they're older people. They already have things wrong with them. I'm sorry. You know, and we have to help them. Uh, don't apologize. It's 0.4%. 0.4%. Yeah. Uh, how many kids do you have? Uh, I don't want to narrow it down. All right, too that's much, fine. Uh, let me let me ask you one more yeah. let me ask you one more question, just to, just for your kids, okay? What you've done today, this is amazing. This is an amazing phone call, the best of the day. And I even had uh, the seventy seven year old cowboy on, and I love him every time that he's on. But when's the last time your kids have seen their friends? Oh, we have. Uh, all right, we have one group of friends we hang out with. Like we'll go over there. Good. And they actually get to play like human beings. Good, there you, know, you they go. They get to socialize Good. and everything else because they feel the same way. But then we have another group of friends where they have to go over there. They have to sit outside with their masks on. So we stop going over there. Even <laughs> though they've been exposed to each other. Defriended. <laughs> All right. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks for calling, okay? And uh, have a good All night. Right. And uh, go hang out with your wonderful family. You're a great guy. All right. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, have a good night too, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. My God, my my heart just just thinking about that guy. Mm. Uh, just following up on the on the hurricanes, uh, yeah, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, like all bad American policies, uh, <laughs> a angry feminist is the the reason why we have male and female names now. Angry, uh, yeah. So basically, meteorologists, when you think about. Uh, I'm sure many people in this part of the country know about the great Galveston storm of 1900. Thousands and thousands of people killed. I, I was in Galveston almost exactly a year ago, actually, and oh, really? on a vacation wow. with my sister and brother-in-law. Uh, the Brits were over in, in America, so it's a fun, fun place, although it was kind of a rough day. I wish it had been a little sunnier, but we went out on the 
went out on the ferry and all that kind of stuff. So the Great Galveston Hurricane, to this day, it's called the Great Galveston Hurricane. They weren't these storms weren't named. So during World War II, American meteorologists were st- uh, starting to name them, and just sort of naturally, the, the idea of "Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned" that sort of thing. It became official policy in 1953 with uh, the National Weather Bureau. But an angry feminist, and ladies and gentlemen, really, are there any other kinds? Uh, Roxy Bolton from the NOW chapter, National Organization for Women, I believe in Miami. Uh, she did not like this, so she agitated against this and eventually got the uh, what, what became the National Weather Service to reverse course. And so uh, starting January 1st, 1979, we have gender equity for our hurricanes and storms. Men, women, men, women, men, women. There it is. Fairness, fairness, fairness above all else. Life I'm a member this back of the day. I hate the world today. You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change. Wow. Tried to tell you, but you look at me. You know, you know where this is going. We'll just we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll we'll leave it there. We we will get the whole thing. I did play that for one of our uh, former governors one time. Ooh. Ooh, ouch. You know, Eddie, the more I I study uh culture in our country, I really think feminism you think about well, big government and the welfare state and environmentalists and corrupt politicians and corporate welfare queens. And I think feminism has been the most destructive force in our society of the last, say, 50 years. It's so it's so antithetical this to human nature. We, people haven't thought about that because you're taught not to think about no, things in no. terms of things. Right. So, so there's articles today about, oh, we have a, a majority of, of females oh, yeah. that are in the legislature, or we have a female that's running the state, which has been running the state for the last 12 years yep. or 10 yep. years or whatever it happens to be. Nobody has a problem with it. The problem is with the way that it emasculates everything else, including our entire state, yep. and that is not a good thing. Well, so. and it's not, and it's not, and it's not to say. I think in the pre-modern feminist era, you know, if you were a smart gal and you weren't really into having kids and you wanted to be a lawyer. You were discriminated against. I think it's good that we have a society where if you don't want to live that life, you don't have to live that life. But the idea of pushing through public policy, some sort of idea of perfect equality, we're not going to be happy until all legislators are 50-50. I guess the NASDAQ, uh, I I clipped this article for us to maybe talk about, we'll talk about it next week, but they want to propose that uh, I think at least two women have to be on every corporate board. This this is absolute madness. I just passed by that stuff. And and the thing is, uh, whatever happened to Vive la Défrance, if if men are generally one way and women are generally the other way, why is that a bad thing? And I really think that civilization evolved because we counted on the strengths of the male and the strengths of the female, which are not the same things. And that's how our species became so incredibly successful. And, you know, feminism hasn't been good for women. If you look at the, the polling data in the last few decades, women are not happy in this country. And the they bought this line and it has not made them happy. No, and uh, it's made them, well, a lot, there's a lot of things, I guess. Well, I, I'm the last person that should talk about feminism. I've, you know, I've been, <laughs> me, I'm unmarried, me too, I guess. <laughs> I've been divorced three times. I mean, if there's anyone who's going to tell... You know, one of them. I mean, you know, you're dealing with a very strong personality, like a bull in a china shop. I'm going to get my way. It's just the it's just what's going to happen, you know. And the thing is, is I'm very comfortable in my male masculine role. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like how I feel. I like my power. I like. And if 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 you're going to come at me with man spreading, or and I'm the first guy to open a door, I'm the first guy to pay for everything. I'm the first guy to do. Oh, but you want it the other way as well. Right. I mean, I, right. I'm going back to that that. 
that movie Disclosure, remember that? Oh, when you can really flex, Denis. Yeah, reflect, New Mexico native Denny. Yeah, <laughs> it flexed the power of of the female in a boardroom. I mean, I got to I got to tell you, no, I, I I love the traditional male roles. I'm not going to acknowledge 57 different genders. There's just a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to do. And, and there's nothing. I mean, the idea that uh, your life is somehow as a woman is somehow less because you were a homemaker, you raised, you birthed children. There's a guy online I listened to, uh, Stefan Molyneux, and he was talking to a woman one time, a career woman, and he said, do you know, uh, ma'am, your body can make eyeballs. My body can't make eyeballs. You, yeah. you, you, are, you are such an amazing creature. You can give birth, you can create life inside your body and, and bring it into the world and care and nurture for that. When did that become a bad thing, something to look down on someone about? Um, my, my, uh, my sister uh, in, in, over in the, the U.K., uh, her and husband. Men, and men are ugly. Men are ugly. Like, like, seriously, men are like weird looking. They're kind of We're hairy and lumpy and, and they're yeah, flatulent. And, and women you know, are like they're, totally gorgeous. They are. They are. Like, anyone can look at women. But, you know, it's, like there's these women who literally want to go full androgyny and go, uh, full man. We got a board full of calls. Oh boy! <laughs> Just final point on the on yeah, the sure. partnership. This is what I'm talking about. The partnership, and I think it's why so many men have gone MGTOW, men going their own way because women aren't interested in a partnership anymore. They're interested in the competition. Um, my sister in the UK, she she takes care of the house. My brother-in-law is the one who acquires the resources. Oh, He's had a Lord. very very good career. Yeah. And my sister is uh, quite happy in yep. her role. And you know he's calmer and better when he comes home because he knows there's nothing to worry about on the home front. There you go. And so that that system worked for a heck of a long time until fairly recently when we decided it was oppressive and horrible. Sorry, folks. Uh, study a little history. Uh, I think there was a lot of good traits uh, the way we used to arrange things. God, things were so much. This is why people need to get back to uh, you know to, to, to watching some of those old shows. Oh yeah, honestly, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, uh, oh, uh, Little House, Little House on the Prairie. Yes. Uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder, Father Murphy. Yes. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, call here <laughs> in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Shoot. All right. All right. Yeah, you brought up uh, that. Uh, this Michael. That, uh, Mar- yeah, yeah. You my native, up that my marijuana. native, my native American friend. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, you brought up that marijuana farm up by by Shiprock. Yeah. I get the I get the Navajo Times once in a while, and he was the owner was saying that was a hemp farm, and he was trying to pass it through the Navajo uh, Tribal Council, and uh, but all his neighbors, or, or his neighbors, a lot of them were uh, vets and whatnot, and they knew. They knew what marijuana looks like, so they, they're the ones that uh, <laughs> took was snitched on that guy and said, "No, that's not him. That's marijuana." And also, that part of the region is is really heavily uh, Republican compared to most of the Navajo Nation, which which voted Democrat. Uh, repeat that last part. I didn't quite uh, process that. What What did you say again? Which part is uh, Republican? Of, that, that, yeah, that part. That part of the Navajo Nation is uh, is Republican compared to most of the Navajo Nation, which voted Democrat. You mean the part that was growing it or watching it or reported it? Or... Yeah, that whole area, that whole area, that whole area. So I don't know. Well, uh, where is that? My, that, my that... Navajo Nation geography is a little sketchy these days. Uh, what part are we yeah, talking over about? There by, yeah, that's by Shiprock uh, all the way to Fruitland, Kirtland, and all the way toward the Farmington, that Navajo Nation area right there is heavily Republican. Oh, wow. There we go. Michael, how you doing? And, uh, you, you doing okay? You waiting in any lines? Uh, is that is this uh, what generally people on the reservation have been uh, used to? I mean, we talk about socialism all the time uh, in on reservations, uh, Navajo Nation, yeah, well, but, but this is common there. 
Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of food being trucked in. But the Navajo Nation, there's people living way out in the boonies, you know. So there, a lot of trucks are taking water to them and whatnot right now. But uh, you know, if you if you get the Navajo Times once in a while, you can see pictures of it. And it's really it's really sad. And also that that last uh, the like your last topic that you were talking about, you know, uh, all the all the major empires of the world went under when when females when the female population took over government and all the all the important jobs of the nation of of the empire. I just want to let you know I did not say that at all. But that's uh, did a little history lesson there out there from uh, Michael. What tribe are you from? I'm half I'm half Amos and half uh, Navajo, but I, but my mom was the Akuma that raised me. Oh wow! What do you think of Deborah Holland? Very quickly. Oh, uh, and, and yes, I, and yes as a matter of fact, I am asking you that because you said Akuma and you're Native American, and that's not a racist question. No, no, no. But uh, but Deborah Holland is actually a blood kin. Her grandpa, I mean, my grandpa and her great grandpa are brothers. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, because my last name is Toya, and uh, her, her uh, great grandpa was Toya. So that's but uh, her uh, her great grandpa was married to uh, Laguna, and he worked on the railroad because Laguna's got the opportunity to work on the railroad because uh, that was part of the bargain to have the railroad go through the Laguna reservation. And uh, but uh, when he retired, they went they they settled in Laguna. That's so that's. There's a, lot, there's a few toyas, a few toyas in the Laguna, which are all my relatives. She she shouldn't be representing us, though, right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's, uh, I've heard her, I've heard her speak, and uh, like like you guys said, if it's not if it's not co-opted or written down or whatnot in a, in a speech format, she uh, she she just she can't she can't uh, you know she can't operate off this uh, just ad lib. When I do my Native American accent, are you at all offended? I mean, you do Hispanic accents, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, are you at all offended? No, 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 because I worked with a lot of Hispanics, and uh, <laughs> at first, at first, at first, they wanted they wanted me to to join them against the against the Anglo's. Yeah. But then they didn't know I knew I knew the the, the Spanish history, so you know. But like it's, but like you said, that that history is history. But if you take it to heart and teach your kids hatred, then that. A lot of that stems from that. And it's a lot of affection when we imitate one another. In fact, that's uh, one of the ways uh, men and women, I don't know what men in the other 55 genders uh, uh, do, but <laughs> one of the things that uh, you can tell when you're in love with somebody else or they're in love with you is there's a lot of imitation and they make fun Teasing. of your sure. shortcomings. There you go. All right, Michael, good well, stuff. Thank you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It's just like, just like campfire talk when you go hunting or whatever. There's a certain... Uh, Certain things that go on, you know, and it, it's just laughable, and it, that's what memories are made of. There we go. It's just, yeah, if this uh, bands are rocking, don't come and knock in. Uh, and I don't know what they say if the TP is whatever. <laughs> Michael, thank you. Thanks for calling. I got to run to these other phone calls very quickly. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, this is this is Jeff. Um, Hi, Jeff. Forgive me if you hear background noise. I'm at Dillard's shopping for my wife for Christmas. Oh, nice. Um, well, what's on sale yeah. over at Dillard's? Uh, why it ain't Ralph Lauren bedding? I can tell you that. Yeah, I know those are pricey sheets, though. But boy, they make a woman feel like a million dollars. So so maybe you don't have (laughs) to. Maybe you don't have to shell out a million dollars, right? You know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Jeff? It's close. (laughs) Um, yeah, I I was just calling on what you uh, you said earlier. So my wife did. Wait, you're listening to me while you're shopping at Dillard's? Yeah, the AirPod on. 
Nice. Yeah, what else? Wow. I'm, I'd be is, I'd be bored just shopping this is without quite, quite the experience. <laughs> I, did you download the abq.fm app? I did. Wow. I did. That's how I'm listening. Yeah. All right, um, go ahead. But so my wife did have it uh, about I'd say about three months ago. Okay. I, we were we were as intimate as a husband and wife can be within 24 to 48 hours prior to her getting really sick, and I'm positive we were kissing and hugging and whatever else yeah. within within 12 hours. And we slept in the same bed the whole time. I took care of her. We stayed in the same room. Uh, I got kids. No one else in my family uh, got sick. So, you know, I don't know. They, they, I don't know if we were. I'm 45. I'm in good shape, but it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm 20. My 19-year-old got it off at college uh, in Arizona. So let me understand and really you and your wife day. both got it? No, she got it, and, and I, uh, I got nothing. I did you, not you got go nothing? Get, did you tell them yeah. that? It, I mean, did you tell them that you guys were, uh, you know, doing all the, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to explain what. How do you, how do you describe <laughs> this? Uh, I don't want to get, uh, you know, I mean, all the good stuff was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, anyway. yeah to call it uh, wifely duties. Yes, I think it was. we didn't. We didn't even. Yeah. She didn't even go to the doctor. We knew she had it. She yeah. had all the symptoms. I took care of her, and she was good. Mm, there we go. We really got it together, baby, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> And they really got it going on. Maybe you just got struck. Maybe you're taking the oregano oil, the OSHA. Were you doing any of that? No. Uh, high vitamin D, which I always do. High vitamin C, which I always do. Yep, yep. Um, multivitamins, and we're in good shape. There it is. Strong. Dog owner, sir? I love sir? that. Strong, virile, and Republican. <laughs> and he That's is right. corona-proof. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> and, he's, and, 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 he's not a, and he's not afraid of his, uh, not afraid to be with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> How is that Corona love? Is that Corona love good? I don't know. What's what's Corona love like, Jeff? Seriously, I, I I'm not sure about all that. Did yeah, you just but, get in there and just get after? You didn't care. It was like, baby, I don't care. I, I, I want the Corona uh, too. Uh, Jeff doesn't oh, test no. positive for Corona. Uh, corona tests positive for Jeff. No, when, she was, when she was really sick, there was nothing going on. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, it's just like, you know, six weeks after the baby, you know. You have kids, right? Seven. Wow. <coughs> All the big families call our call our show. Oh, goodness. I hope every man out there is as happy as Jeff. Boy, Corona love seven kids? Feel it. Feel it, kids. Like, Jeff really can't get enough of his love, babe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is this woman? I, I got to see her. <laughs> Jeff, no offense, but Look seriously. Look her probably. Jeff, yeah. shoot, shoot me a photo of you and her, all right? Not, not a, a decent one. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't want one of these. No, 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 I don't need one of those. I need just a norm, normal one, all right? Just a normal one. <sighs> oh, got to catch myself. Rudy, you Okay. <laughs> Yeah, doing fine. Oh, I you, just knew I knew Barry White was going to come up here. I, like, <laughs> I just knew it. You can feel to. Barry. Barry, when Barry starts coming up, uh, let me take one more call, and then we're just gonna we're gonna dance around here at the uh, campfire, as uh, Michael called it. Uh, last call. Caller here to keep it. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. This is Ann. Hey, Ann. Hi. 
Okay, first of all, I'm, you guys have got me laughing so hard, I'm crying. Um, and unfortunately, I'm driving at the same time. All right, so, keep your hands um, at 10 and 2. Yes, sir. So, um, first of all, feminism sucks, and Big Cow is good. Second of all, I got the same letter as the cowboy. There's no bio for you or for a few other people. And third of all, um, you had a woman on a few weeks ago who was talking about the three things you can say to legitimately uh, not get the Rona vaccine. I was driving at the time, didn't write them down. Any way to find out what those were? I remember one of them was like, do they use fetal cell tissues? Wow, I don't know. That's we're gonna have to look at look at that. It's a little loud, by the way. Your phone's just a little loud. Can, can we look at that? Yeah, they're starting to put the mainstream media is starting to put these you know so-called fact checks up, uh-huh. and I've seen a couple articles where they say no, they don't use fetal cell. But you know, again, you can't trust. I don't trust the mainstream media anymore. I used to be able to trust them to report at least basic factual information. They don't even do that anymore. So I'm going to keep digging for the listeners on this because yeah. I know it's a big concern about the pro-life uh, from the pro-life community out there, and I'm part of the pro-life community too. So uh, I'm not taking that damn vaccine no matter what they put in it, but I know some people have you know very legitimate concerns. So I'm going to keep digging for the callers, Mr. Aragon. I love it. Uh, checking in at uh, www.rockoftalk.chat, okay? And uh, it'll be on the uh, review tonight, all right? Absolutely. You guys are awesome. All right. Um, be careful out there. I, found, I will. I found the other station... What? You just cut off? Um, and they're gone what? now. What happened? So, what happened? I don't even know what happened. All right. All right. We're going to check on weather and traffic for you. Right? We're going to do that. All right. Let's let us let's do that with uh, Rudy Grande. Oh, just lost it. It's my, my keyboard's running away. There we go. <laughs> all right. All sorry. right. Let's take a look at weather as we put things together. i, I got to tell you, it's just going to be great tomorrow. It was a terribly cold week, and tonight's going to be 23, so that's terribly cold, too. But... By tomorrow, 55 for the afternoon high and better on Sunday. Right now, 41 at Cottonwood, 43 at ABQ Uptown, and 43 at the Rock of Talk. Had a second accident on I-40, kind of behind the other one. The first one was at Eubank. The other one was right there uh, at the Lomas Overpass. Those are both on the right shoulder now, and traffic is starting to get by without a problem. Getting through to construction on uh, Unser, if you're making your way northbound, basically from uh, Russ Medical Center there at west side all the way up to southern. Just get ready for a little extra slow pattern. Jeff, here's an idea for your wife and for everybody listening. Solana well, Lena. Oh, look at you. Oh. Yeah, Rudy the Love Doctor. <laughs> They have got this client appreciation week normally, and this has been going on for years at Salon Helena. They have a client appreciation day, but because of the governor, it's now a full week. You're going to get, and this is December 8th through 12th, so it's next week. The Free Brazilian Wax come. Week? Is it Free Brazilian Wax Week? Uh, I'm, only I'm, only I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Forget about it. But I will tell you, they have these retail discounts, 10% off of any item you know on the shelf, 20% off of two more items, half-price haircuts, and signature wow. facial certificates, 20% added to any gift card. Go buy $100, you get $120. Wow. Not a bad idea. This is Salon Helena. They're on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we are up to date. Wow. But I have to say something, Eddie, if you give Very me Very quickly. Dowd, you're spot on. Eddie is really correct, though. It was really the worst part of the feminist movement was the emasculation of men. Men have lost sight of who they are. But here's the other thing. Women don't know it yet, but they have lost sight of who they were created to be and how great that is, too. Man and women, man and woman are two great things. And you said we're going to get to equality someday. 
not in anyone's lifetime. No one will ever feel that there's equality because everyone's going to always one-up. And it's not the matter of, of uh, uh, where they're going to go compete against their man in marriage. It is now the takeover of the man. That is really the goal when a woman c- has lost sight of who she is. <laughs> Women are great. Oh, well, <laughs> Well, well, Rudy, the, I Rudy, mean, the Rudy, only, had, Rudy had a lot to say. No, there. my only response to that is I don't, I don't, I agree with you. I mean, equality, I think equality is a not a goal that I have, and I don't think any rational person should have it. But I, I would, the only exception I would take is the, I think it is achievable. It's achievable in kind of a Khmer Rouge, start over at year zero, brutal totalitarian <clears throat> society. You can achieve equality. You could be equally miserable, but the price you pay for that equality is hell on earth, uh, and I'm not interested in that. So, uh, you know, the AOCs of the world don't read history. They don't understand uh, basic uh, the biological differences between men and women, and they don't understand the natural, un- you know, unfairness is part of life. We should strive to treat people equally, but there are going to be different outcomes. Some people are going to be better looking. Some people are going to be richer. Uh, you know, women generally will gravitate more toward one industry than another, men the same. Um, and, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, nothing within me, uh, embraces that notion of equality. Uh, it's not a goal. It's not a good goal in and of itself. And the tools that are being used and have been used to get us to that lead to just utter brutality uh, in the human condition. So I think we're on the same page, Rudy. I think he says that uh, you are. Let's just do a little musical relief back in uh, two minutes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Garfunkel, Cecilia. I mean, we do care about women, and that's not to say that we don't. Uh, certainly, there. And this is definitely not a bashing show whatsoever. But a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions, and boy, we're getting some good conversation here this afternoon. And uh, I guess, I guess, it's a radio station so good. We're uh, being uh, turned on in the uh, linen section, uh, the Ralph Lauren section. Uh, <laughs> As someone who grew up in the 80s with two older sisters and spent a lot of time in Benetton stores, oh, yeah. I know exactly I know exactly how that man feels. <laughs> oh, man. The smell in the Benetton store as well. The sweaters. The sweaters. The sweaters and the weird-looking people. Caller, you're the Kiva. Go ahead. That me? That's you. Hey. Hey. Join listening to you guys tonight oh, a lot. Oh, thank, thank you. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Go ahead. So I would I would be one of those women who agrees with you guys that feminism is one of the worst things that has happened to all of us. It has wreaked havoc in, in the lives of many generations for sure. Can a woman I, cook anymore these days? It's a good well, question. Well, I can't. I can. I know you can, but that's a that's a that, that's just a general question. It's almost rhetorical, and uh, a lot of the big complaints from one woman to another. A woman, 
uh, from another generation generally judges a woman by this generation on their ability to cook, not stand in the kitchen and sip wine. Ooh. Oh, Shots fired. Well, <laughs> well, one of the things I want to suggest, though, is I think that that feminism it came out of kind of the same kind of destructive force that we're seeing today politically, you know, whether it was um, – uh, socialist agenda, and there is something to that, you know, in socialism, the, you know, where everyone, everything's supposed to be equal. I don't know where it came from, but, but feminism wreaked havoc um, on women much more than feminism came from women, I think. And um, it, it seeped in as an ideology that men, unfortunately, embraced too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of, I mean, when you look at the whole abortion fiasco and you think of it as a damaging force, I know certainly in my uh, parents' history, there was the idea of, uh, or, you know, there were a lot of men embracing the idea of abortion and seeing women as being manipulative or if they wanted to have children, as that's something about using their power over men. Mm. And so it was kind of, you know, it's not all on women, I don't think. Um, I think there's greater forces out there kind of using these ideas to twist both men and women's mind. I just throw that idea out there into the into the pile there. What are you what are you are you cooking tonight? Do you got a family? But 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 Yeah. Yeah, but uh, husband's home. You guys, you guys. Nope, not yet, not yet. Oh, he's out he working. He's out slaving, chopping he's the out wood. Slaving. Yep. He <laughs> wow. Is. And what what are you cooking for him tonight when he gets home? What does he have to look forward to? Uh, we we are eating um, uh, crockpot brisket with green chili over rice. Oh, that damn it. sounds good. <laughs> You've had that thing churning for what about six hours now? Yep. You got oh it. my God! And the salad. Oh, and then the <laughs> meat is oh, just falling bad. off the bone. Yeah. Yep. Chili. Yep. Are you gonna? You guys gonna share? Are you gonna bring some over? <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks for the phone call. I knew it. Right. Can you imagine? You know the the smell wafting through Ooh. the kitchen. You want to talk about total control of a man? Happens in the kitchen. Yep, through the stomach, as they always say. But she's absolutely right, men. You know, men. Feminism has been good for men who want to have their fun and not have any responsibility. Uh, it, you know, feminism is a force multiplier of all bad ideas. You know, it affects women and men, but most of all, children who don't, who who really, children have been hurt the worst. Because I'm almost afraid to even get back on the air. You, <laughs> you're really enjoying yourself. <laughs> I mean, you're you're relentless. Yeah. It is unbelievable how incredibly relentless, assertive, and on target you are. Well, I mean, like, what do you? I mean, can you think I, about? I've used it, the people are texting in about you. Doubt is right. No, I mean, when you think about, and I think with Dr. Laura Schlesinger, of all people, uh, said this on Donahue. Remember Donahue years ago? Yeah. Uh, she said uh, how many, uh, she had, so all, you know, I think he had maybe a my majority or entire group of women in the audience that, you know, against one poor little Jewish woman, <laughs> Laura Schlesinger. And she said, if you were, how many women were raised, how many of you were raised by uh, a father and a mother in a traditional setting in your home, and so all the hands went up. And she said, "Lower your hand if you wish that you hadn't been raised in that setting and you were raised in an institutional daycare center, center, center setting." And not one person lowered their hand. I mean, 
uh, you need that upbringing, that 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 grounding, um, and uh, you need daddy. I hear daddy right here at the station sometimes uh, yell down the hallway, "Hey, settle it yourself, boys. I don't want to have to come in there." <laughs> you know, you you need that. Um, you just you need it. I, I was raised by my two parents, by grandparents, by you know all sort a lot, lot of great aunts and uncles, people from my grandparents' generation. A lot of them, you know, some of them World War II vets. And uh, y- y- the idea that you would just ship your kids off because mommy wants to have a great career and be the top <laughs> billable hours uh, attorney at the firm this year. I mean, uh, it amongst is, other things. Uh, yeah. Oh well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, it's feminism is really a war on a war on kids more than anything else. Really. You ever seen the hours? The hours. It's in my queue, I think, on one of I my would services. watch it. Yeah. I okay. would watch it. Okay. You know, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, certainly. And uh, you, it's Nicole Kidman. I mean, it's a, it's a fabulous thing, but um, there's some things there that I think that make me understand feminism. Okay. I should, I should, let, me, let me qualify and put it that way. It's one of my favorite movies. Philip Glass is the composer for the music. So you know that you know how I am about classical music. I right? am indeed. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you know, Opera dad, and specifically. Yeah, so I'm kind of nutty, so it's kind of weird. You start hitting these notes, and I literally have a collection of 500 CDs of classical music, and, and I know like the back of my hand, but Philip Glass is something I got really interested uh, in, and it really drove me to watch that movie, and it is mesmerizing. It's very depressing. I will say that, endowed. I would watch it Maybe next spring. Okay. Okay. And after we're through this, with my affliction, yes, it's, it's not a, good for me. It is incredibly, it is incredibly moving. Um, not a movie that I would have you watch right now or anybody really uh, during these depressive times, but it is one of my favorite movies, and it's, you should definitely watch it. Here's Donahue very quickly, and we'll take a couple of calls that will end the show. Uh, I haven't heard from Donahue in some time. I actually used to be a fan. I thought he was uh, uh, very good. Here he is. A largely male media. Somehow along the way, they were convinced that feminists didn't like men, feminists didn't like sex, feminists didn't like fashion and lipstick, and this was all untrue. And some of the best ballroom dancers were feminists. And feminists loved children, too. In fact, they they loved children so much they wanted more men to take part in this wonderful opportunity of raising them. This is what happens uh, on a whole corporate <laughs> level of indoctrination um, that you can't get past. This is, this is what I'm afraid You know this is what I'm afraid of, is being able to see the sun shining right in your face. Wow. Because you're so blinded by the light of what you've been told of the, the, o- the open kid. up a daycare center called <laughs> Feminist Daycare and see how popular your business is. <laughs> oh, feminists love children, love kids. I think we found your calling. <laughs> <laughs> just, just having you talk about this caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Orale, hey, hey, what's going on? How's it going? What you doing tonight? Orale, check it out, man. Hey. Doubt is right. What's you going know? on down on the Vega Road? You know, I would come from a guy who was uh, <clears throat> raised by a mother that has embraced unwillingly, but unknowingly embraced feminism, mm-hmm. raising me and emasculating my fagere. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've been uh, trying to, you know, listen to more Jordan Peterson. Oh, good and stuff. Actually, nice, nice, good move. And good I was move, actually listening. Oh, dude, it's great. It's really teaching me a lot, getting me a little closer to God, and. Uh, uh, last night I was listening to him lecture on, uh, I think, Chapter 11 on the maps of meeting, Genesis 2, something like that. And <clears throat> near the opening of the uh, lecture, he's talking about men and women created, you know, basically equally but separately. 
you know, in the image of God, basically is what he broke down was how you were equally equally created. You're you're a man and a woman, but because you are made in the image of God, makes you have the same power as God. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, that's that's pretty damn eye opening. You know, it's a symbiotic relationship. It's not one is dominant over the other. It's we both need each other to survive, and that's what's cool about that. And I don't think most people are taught that. I mm. wasn't taught that. Mm. So, um, but oh, along the lines of the how's the your old father life, these days? Not good. How did it? How did it impact him? I'm just, you know, when your masculinity is taken from you, I'm just. He is. He is. Uh, he's a devout follower. Follower of my mother. He is. Um, it's it's only her, and that's it. He won't even stand up for me or my sister. Right. Um, he gets railroaded by them. Um, my sister currently, she's 40 years old, and she's living in their house, in his house, and he has no say, and her and her boyfriend and her two kids. Um, so, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 38, what? and... I got a wife, I got a kid, I got my own house, I pay my bills. We, me and my wife both have jobs. My my wife knows her role, I know mine, and we both try to execute it as best as we can. And uh, this so, is literally like this is literally like this is what I'm afraid of. I think more than more than I think than anything. It's one of the things I run away from. Mm-hmm. I think it's just absolutely just being run run by a woman. I think uh, no, but listen, just the impact I think it has on men. And their children, offspring. I mean, their 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 children is just. Yeah. I think you've seen it so many times. You've seen what happens when the female is the most powerful figure in in a family, yeah. and then you have. I, I hate to say this, the, their power actually lies in um, their their natural state, which is being. And I hate to say natural state because you know where all the attacks are from, but mm. I'm, I'm fine to go ahead and, and say that. There's so much power in being a mother. If this world's going to be saved, it's only by mothers. And yeah. and people don't realize the power that a mother has, period. They just don't. But, the, but dads, fathers have a power, too. Like I'm saying, it's it's equal. It's, it's complementary. It's a symbiotic yeah. Yeah. relationship. Yeah. 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 Everything to do with the mother has everything to do with the father. If yeah. they're both not on the same plane, your household is in chaos. And that that's... You know, it, I think that's the millennial problem. That is what has created so many problems, is there is no balance. And, you know? and the enabling, especially of a mother who is constantly coddling her children, yeah. you know, with no recourse on, hey, this is what you're accountable for. This is why we see these huge numbers of, of people who are incarcerated. Sure. And when yep. they're incarcerated, you know they grew up in a, in a household without a father, without discipline, where a mother was just trying to hold on to whatever, and, and the, the the kids could do whatever they wanted. And at the higher end of that, I think, is the phenomenon of the, say, maybe the lower class, those those boys grew up to go into crime. At the higher right. end, they grew up to become soy boy pajama boys. Who exactly. Think, who think that, Which you know, playing video now. games in, a, in the basement all day is an accomplishment. No you know? at all. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and, and then on the lines of... Uh, you know, using the accents and stuff and being degrading, you know, that guy yeah. that, that texts you or whatever. Uh-huh. Dude, that is just, like, total, like, programming. It, this stuff is programmed into us so yeah. damn hard mm. that, you know, this guy just hears a little inkling of that, and he's like, oh, my God, we got a coward. Huh. They got to apologize. It's like, dude, let it go. You know, grow a skin. <laughs> and uh, there's something else. 
My wife just came in, but there was something else. Oh, you tell better you. go. That's right. She's cracking the wish. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my wife just no, came no, no, in. No. Oh, mom's home. <laughs> no, I just got distracted. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Um, men and women are have to realize that it is both their job mm. to balance this world. Yep. It is not one or the other. It is both of our jobs. Yep. Complementary partnership. Yep. Yep. You ever you ever uh, you ever watched the play Much to Do About Nothing Shakespeare? Uh, no, uh-uh. Man, man is a giddy thing. You just be yourself. Women love us anyway. That's yeah. the That's the thing. <laughs> and women, 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 women love men. You know, they understand men. They have more power uh, over us than they even can, can even. But men can't stop being men. And once a no. man stops being a man, that's when they become depressed. Yep. I hate to say it. That sounds like what's happened with your, your father. And I don't, I don't, I don't know that he'll ever be able. Once you give up that that power of of who you are and your identity, uh, you'll never be able to, to get that back out of that box. It's gone forever. I've seen it happen a million times, maybe, maybe two million. I don't know. And the struggle that I have with my son is to try to deprogram myself to allow my son to be a boy and oh, to man. then eventually become a man. You know, that's the predicament I'm in because I'm aware of it. I need to understand what I'm doing for my son, as well as, you know, what, I'm, what I need to do for my wife. you got to get in fights, make mistakes, and, uh, you know, live like a man. That's the way it has to go. I appreciate you calling in. and You have yourself a, a good Christmas season, and thanks for, uh, for sharing your story, really. All right, Eddie, hang in there, man. I hope you get oh, the yeah. chairman spot. Yeah, I, we'll see what I happens. I really hey. hope. Hey, we'll see we what happens. This, we got to fight this New Mexico apathy that is just <clears throat> red into these people here. It is so entrenched in them. And it, it is hard to fight, but it is there, and it, it's real, and I don't know how we pull them out. Well, I love to fight, but. so here we go. Apparently, <laughs> just off of the uh, piggybacking off of my big thing today, it looks like they had to go ahead and uh, the Republican Party, late-breaking news just uh, coming out. Um, they filed suit. Let me see where this, this just came out. Yeah, the Republican Party... <laughs> Is filed a suit to impound all the votes here in the state of New Mexico. Oh, well, finally. A month uh, after more, the election. More than a month. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that is kind of right on time there, guys. Yeah. All right. Down. Good job. Yeah, just for the color spark, sure. uh, my an idea. Uh, there's a great book written by Christina Hoff Summers. She is a, uh, oh, yeah. a, a, a analyst, a research a PhD professional, I think. Uh, the War Against Boys: uh, How Misguided Feminism Is Harming Our Young Men. I read it a long time ago, but you know, if you have kids, you have grandkids, if you're thinking of becoming a parent, it's called The War Against Boys. Christina Hoff Summers. Definitely something folks should be reading. All right, I've got a bunch of. Let's see, got a number of. Text, uh, Eddie, my daughter has always been a 4.0 plus student. She is now depressed, wants to drop out, I believe, becoming suicidal, all because the schools are closed. MLG has no idea how this affects our future. Um, You guys like the music. Wow, that's great. Um, NMRNA vaccine will make your body the SARS-CoV-2 spikes in the virus. The life after the vaccine, mRNA gives the instructions to... I forget... Stuff. Stock market makes no sense to me. I was at 130k in January. Now I'm at 190k, 20% return, and I've done nothing. Good stuff. Um, see peaceful protest outside with uh, Eddie's. Uh, no, I can't read that. I gotta, all right, more stuff coming in. <clears throat> Asymptomatic people do not transmit COVID-19. That's a new study. I guess that came out. I mm-hmm. get it out. Special delivery April 4th. Um, lots of wisdom shared tonight, Eddie. Thank you, Judith. Appreciate that. 
UNMH census today is 531, 137 adult COVID, 19 positive patients, 3 pediatric, pediatric COVID-19 positive patients. There are 96 uh, occupied ICU ICU beds, which is 133% of normal ICU capacity. 298 PCU, progressive care, which is 127%. Uh, We didn't get those last year, and they were over that, by the way. Didn't you all get rid of Fox News for USA Radio News? Contractually obligated. Uh, I'll tell you about that. And uh, that's what happens when your competitors listen to your station and they Mm -hmm. call other people about it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's going on over there? Making Albuquerque even better. Miss... Oh, we got to put some, I got so much work to do. Eddie, can we scam the impeach MLG form to the impeach MLG? No, you can't. What's up, Eddie? I listened to the former sheriff on another station complaining about the new relief package, how Washington is horrible. Oh, well, he did and said anything possible to campaign against Trump. I hope when you win, you don't take that guy seriously. Yeah, I, I believe that is Darren White, who you're talking about. The GOP is a club someone has to pay to be in. Please email how we can vote for you as GOP chair. Thank you. Uh, what crap that is. Who gets to vote? Um, yes, I'm doing good. Hi, Eddie. Can, how can I vote for you? Well, we'll need people with lots of balls to attack the reality of our state. Um, I'm your guy. Trust me. You're killing it today. Thank you. That's nice. Um, okay. Hi, Prophet. I believe that very soon Moses will emerge and speak to power, saying, let my people go and that they may worship me in the land that I have given them. Could be you or a clergyman or even a politician. The pressure on us has reached critical mass. As citizens of the kingdom of God and New Mexico, we must put, fan the flames of revival. Only God the Father, His Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit can unite us, Bill. Amen, Bill. Uh, let's see. Somebody needs to step on that little chihuahua and kick it across the room. <laughs> <clears throat> Eddie, remember the bread lines of the 80s in Russia. Maybe they were trying to condition us to get us ready to line up to be good sheep, just trying to make light of a BS situation. Now, good text. Michael says, hi, gentlemen. I'm sending pictures uh, to John Block about these lines shopping for others. I had to wait up to 55 minutes. I timed it. Trader Joe's and Whole Foods aren't too bad, but it's completely ridiculous when elderly folks are waiting. I let them in front of me and tell them about impeach MLG. That's beautiful. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Sean says, uh, waiting in line is like cattle to slaughter at Costco. Hmm. Temple Grandin design? I don't know what that is. Um, Two Boys Donuts is open. We got, we get the, I have to go get my kids donuts, by the way. They love... Uh, I, I live very close to there. Oh, there was a, a line out the door. Hey, man, what was the name of that article that Dowd read about the Navajo Nation? The China, please? Oh, uh, yes, it's called uh, searchlightnm.org, uh, and it ran in uh, September, but it also the update when the feds rated it uh, was on, the uh, article ran on November 11th, just uh, right after the election. So searchlightnm.org. Watch Murder Mountain on Netflix sometimes. The marijuana trade is dangerous, whether it's legal or not. California legalized and it created a whole new set of problems. It'd be interesting to find out how many missing persons in New Mexico were working, were working in the marijuana trade, just saying. Okay. Uh, Eddie's. Today we stand in line to get in. Tomorrow we stand in line to get our ration of food. Socialism at its finest. Crystal, this explains the motive perfectly. She sent me a YouTube. I haven't watched it yet. Hi, Eddie. Our daughter works for Costco. She's being forced to test for COVID every other week. If she does not comply, she has to leave without pay. We're afraid that they're going to make her get the vaccine. If that's the case, we will have her quit her quit her great job. Uh, I know the director at, I know the owner, or not the owner, the manager, store director of Costco, just so you know. Uh, President Trump needs you to secure our Senate majority, okay. Uh, hopefully he'll be there tomorrow. He's going to a rally, huh? Is he? I, I, read, I saw some headlines somewhere. He's he's going. Um, one of those barn burner 
Trump rallies. <laughs> no, no one can do it like that, man. We didn't even talk about that one guy who is uh, yammering on all that nonsense, telling people not to vote for the Republican. Did you see it, Lynn Wood? Oh, really? Did you watch that? No. You got to watch that okay, video. I'll check it's it out very tonight. disturbing. I mean, I don't know what's going on. We have more people listening to the station now more than ever. It's insane, doubt. Um, can't tell you the number of people who are online. It's insane. If the vaccine works, why does anybody else care if I'm vaccinated or not? Exactly. Um, these people need to get over themselves. Don't stop what you're doing, Eddie. You're awesome. Those kind of people are exactly what has become our country today. Uh, Elephant in studio, you were not mocking the immunologist, were you? Was I mocking him? No. No. I was on board with him. He's very insightful. So if I make an accent of somebody, even if I'm, that's suggesting that I'm mocking him? Is that what what I'm getting? I ever wonder what sense it makes when the vaccinated get irate and afraid of unvaccinated? They get the shot. What are they afraid of? That's good. Good point. Uh, Trump will be in Georgia tomorrow, Saturday, to rally for Purdue and Leffler. Good, good man. Good man. Our state sucks, LMAO. Our state sucks. Our state Republican Party sucks, LMAO. Did you talk about illegals receiving taxpayer benefits? Uh, Yesterday, you yeah, and uh, Larry talked about it. Yeah. Larry should have a table to sign MLG impeachment at grocery lines. <laughs> yes. Uh, eventually, the population reduction goal stated in the Georgia Guidestones will become so obvious that even the skeptics will see in culling as it happens right in front of their eyes. Then again, I want to stop right there because those Georgia Guidestones, where are those? Yes, I, uh, I've seen those. I Some, think on uh, Ancient Aliens, off. I've seen those. <laughs> Nobody, they still don't know who, who? Elberton, Georgia. Okay. The Georgia Guidestones. 1980 erected. Eight modern languages, right? Out of ten guidelines inscribed to the structures in eight modern languages, shorter message inscribed at the top of the structure. Stands at the elevation of 750 feet, one slab at the center. It says, number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance of nature. Guide reproduction wisely. Unite humanity with living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things tempered with reason. Protect people and nations with the laws and just laws and courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance, <laughs> I agree with that one. <laughs> balance personal rights with societal duties. Mm-hmm. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with an infinite. Be not a cancer of the earth. Leave the room for nature. Leave room for nature. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, those I'm are all te- for those getting are, rid of useless officials. Uh, number are, seven is I'm I'm fully behind number seven. I can think of many useless officials in are, the state of New Mexico. <laughs> Those are Ted Turner guidestones. That, that's the rumor, isn't it? Yeah, nobody really knows. It's it's the kind of Ted Turner, you know, craziness you get from Ted Turner. That's true. So, yeah, is he still the largest landowner in the state of New Mexico? Well, if Yoko Ono said it is a, a quote a stirring call to rational thinking, close quote, that's good enough for me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> her insight. I mean, talk about somebody on the ball. I'll tell I'll tell the listeners next week that when I was contacted by Yoko Ono's publicist a couple of years ago it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Do you, and for our newer generation, if you don't know who Yoko Ono is, here she is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what broke up the Beatles. Yeah. <clears throat> John Lennon couldn't get enough of that. Have you ever seen a picture of her ass? 
It's the worst. Uh, I yeah. was thinking of the video on uh, uh, with uh, with Chuck uh, Chuck Berry where they're playing uh, you know one of Chuck Berry's tunes and, and John Lennon's on the stage and then suddenly she starts shrieking and there's just go to go to one of the you know YouTube I know it's on there about. and then Chuck Berry's head turns like what the hell is at the end of the stage over there get this thing off my you know I'm playing rollover Beethoven and some woman is banging on a drum and screeching in the corner. Yeah, Yoko, I'm not a fan. Sorry. Speaking of feminism, what broke up the Beatles? There you go. That's what it all began. That kind of wraps it all right there. And now you know what my biggest fear in life is. Like literally that, you know, right? So, so, so the the, the great singer of my dingling, Chuck Berry, right. had to deal with Yoko go Ono on. on the stage. Yep. Yep. They probably have taken it down because it's insensitive. Take but, back uh, your masculinity. Uh, right? I must feel like uh, you know we. we we heard what started this whole thing as we went into. Um, was it the most interesting man in the world? Might have been. That, yeah. I think that might have. Did that take? Yeah, a when I'm doing the show notes tonight, I'll I'll run across what was sparked all this. How do yeah? How do you how do you yeah get through this whole entire entire thing? I mean, sparked a lot of callers uh, and, and textures really though. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I think that's probably what sent us into this direction. I think a lot of people, you know, get excited about that type of thing. In a past life, he was himself. <laughs> if opportunity knocks and he's not home, opportunity waits. <laughs> he gave his father the talk. <laughs> he is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, <laughs> yes. but when I do, I prefer those eggs. I just, I just remembered, uh, I think my favorite one was he, um, oh, God, it ran away from me. Um, oh, God, there was one. Oh, he once, he once had an awkward moment just to experience what it's like. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had an awkward moment. <laughs> it truly, I mean, I, that's actually one thing I can identify with. Uh, you, know, you can just listen to the compilation of that all day long. But. There you go, folks. You guys are... Uh, you guys are pretty happy about the show today. That's that's good. I'm I'm sorry to end it because I know yeah, we can we keep do on it going. for you. We and do you it had for the you. most diversified callers I've ever heard anywhere in the state in the U.S. Fantastic! You reach these diversified people; they can voice their opinions. That is real demographic. I hope so. Oh, that guy actually sent me the picture. Oh. Wow. Okay. The missus. There it is. Okay. He was a Texas billionaire and semiconductor. Singleton ran. Okay. There we go. I gotta end the. Fu- I can't read all your. Your believe it or not, we gotta end on a on a high note. I'll just, you know, sing one of my uh, great manly songs uh, to wrap up the show. Uh, Dad, we'll see you Monday, four p.m. Go out Thanks and have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We all deserve one. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for listening. See you at four on Monday. Serve God, love me. This is not the end. Live unbruised, we are friends. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sign no more, no more.
Love 